Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Experience the beauty of fall in Cedar City and Brian Head. Explore scenic trails, take breathtaking drives, and make cherished memories with family and friends. Watch the trees transform with reds, oranges, and yellows surrounded by southern Utah's red rock views. Plan your unforgettable fall getaway now at visitcedarcity.com and immerse yourself in the natural wonder of Cedar City and Brian Head. You could probably get a $1,000. I, I blame the Nets. That's Fuck crazy. That. I blame the Nets. Yeah, hell sorry, yeah. Uh, sorry to cut you off, Phil, but you know why? This is because of Mayor Eric Adams. <laughs> if he wasn't giving all of our money to these migrants, <laughs> to migrants, hotels, yeah. Yo, the migrants, they're, they're on vacation. They're living in our hotels. Meanwhile, there's people here that can't pay to go on hotels. They can't afford a hotel. Meanwhile, they're getting to stay there. They get all this shit. They I get amenities. They give them walkie-talkies. They give them cell phones. They give them computers. Meanwhile, people here don't have cell phones or computers. What are you talking Fuck about? Fuck these people. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, Beth, that shit crazy. On a Saturday! It's all even with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Megaphone as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I'm all over the place, man. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment. Tell a friend to tell a friend and tell that friend to make sure they tell another friend that the page is growing. Claw, my man is back. Listen, it's good to see you. You have your Jets attire on. It's about, be, it's about to be on it. No, it's, it's happening. It's, it's here. up. This is my show tonight. <laughs> I hope you guys missed me. We did. I apologize to everybody in the building, but it's going to get obnoxious fast. Yeah, I heard you were drinking. Hoorah! Yeah, hey, I heard you were drinking like pre-pod. We didn't stop, bro. Yeah. The vein is open. <laughs> Somebody give me an IV. Respect, bro. Fang McFrost? Hold up. Oh, so you want to play cool today? No, nah, I was looking at something. Are you looking at something? Yeah. What are you looking at? Feet picks. I'm not a feet guy. Sorry. You're not a feet guy. Nah, so I, I, I know, I know. Shorty don't have bang it like bad feet. Nah. I, All right then. So if she had bad feet, you still accept her? We know what? What? Hell no. So but you're listen, a feet guy then? I'm not a feet guy, but I would like some decent toes. You, you don't like the hammer toes, so they can't cross over. Nah, LeBron right? toes. Yeah, nah, exactly. Nah, you wildin'? Don't cross the street. But what if she bad though? I could beat. You, so you thought I, about it. I, I you beat. thought about it. I'm still going to beat. <laughs> you thought about it. I'm still See, beat. the fact that you thought about it. I can't. You don't care. Them, I thought about no, boomerangs. Them dogs? Nah, not no dogs. Not no dogs. Not no dogs? Nah. Nah. All right, cool. Phil's in the building. What's up, Phil? It's nice to be here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a cool. You know what I mean? The, the only, well, nah, you're not the only Nick fan in here, but, you know, proud Nick fan. 
Definitely proud of Nick Fan. Yeah, Nick's is up. Nick's is up right now. I can't. I can't hate. I don't know if you guys know what Phil looks like, but it's sure from my perspective, it looks like Phil has an OnlyFans. You have OnlyFans, Phil? What type? What what type of OnlyFans though? Don't worry about how I make money. It's fine. Yeah. What type of OnlyFans does he have? It's well manicured, so I think he just shows his hands. Like a hand model. Hand model? Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. He yeah. wears ties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shows, his, shows his hands and bow ties. Right. So. Exactly. Jimmy, the super interns of the building, how you doing? Yeah. You know, we had a conversation off camera. You told about that you kind of put the gambling to the side. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah? Okay. Okay, cool. So, you know, this is a safe place. I'm not going to give you up. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> next week, his name will be Johnny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nicole on the ones and twos, the silent assassin. How you doing? Yeah? How was your week? Yeah? Did you you break any knees this week? No? You collect any debts? Does Jimmy owe you? <laughs> we got a guest in the building. You know what I'm saying? Uh... Host of the WBH Radio. What's going on, Will? I'm here, brother. What's Yo, up, man? I'm feeling good. First off, thanks for allowing me to be on your show. Absolutely. And number two, congratulations to what you have here. This is amazing, man. I appreciate you, man. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lots to get into, right? We have a lot of stuff to get into. Aaron Watch is over. Aaron Watch is over. Aaron Watch is now officially a New York Jet we have our jet correspondents here that he's going to be able to break all the jet information for us. You know what I mean? <coughs> um, yeah, you had something to say? <coughs> <laughs> okay, we're going we go to save that. We're going to save that. We're going to save that. Lamar gets paid. Finally got his bag, right? And it's a it's a pretty good one. Kudos. Pretty good one. Kudos to him. Uh, NBA playoffs. There's a lot going on there. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Kawhi Leonard. Big conversation right now. Should he retire? I have a lot of, lot of uh, you know stuff to talk about that. Um, Joel Embiid, he's banged up as well. He might be wearing a brace. Is that the right thing for him to do? Should they sit him down? Should they have a minutes restriction? I don't know, man. Ime Udoka is back. All right, they couldn't hold my man down. He's back. Sign with the Rockets. I like that. Um, Deion Sanders. There's some interesting stuff going on with Colorado right now. Like, there's an exodus mm -hmm. <laughs> going on. So we're going to talk about that. Um, Giannis said some wild stuff in his press conference. Not wild, but he kind of G-checked the, the the reporter that I liked. I like what he said. We're going to get into that. Um, obviously, the NFL draft is going on right now, so we'll kind of go over that a little bit, right? But briefly, <laughs> like, we, like we're experts. Um, <laughs> my irrelevant news of the week. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. But before we get into all of that stuff, Will, like I said, uh, you know, thank you for being on the show. Welcome, welcome. You know, we, uh, we're going to have a good time tonight. But definitely want to get into your particular story. Okay. So where did you start? How did you start in the business being, you know, having your, your, your podcast? What was the, the motivation for that? Yo, first off, this is a unique experience, right? Because on one hand, I'm a bit relieved because I'm not the host tonight. <laughs> so, you know, I, I ain't responsible you ain't got, you, for right, this, right? right. <laughs> but on the other hand, it's a little bit vulnerable because I ain't in control of it either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But with the podcasting, I wanted a job. 
You know what I'm saying? I saw the people on TV. I'm like, yo, I could do that. And I was putting together little clips to try to get on the radio, try to get ESPN to recognize me. Right. And um, I got tired of begging for a job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was a grad student at Brooklyn. I would go to a radio station. And the program director there was a student. He just kind of locked me in a room one day. You know what I'm saying? I, th I think he got tired of me asking him for help. And he taught me how to do a little boarding stuff. And I started to do little things. Just went from there. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was very uncomfortable at first. It's not something natural for me. I'm a very reserved dude. But after a while, I saw my friends appreciated it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's most important. If you could convince the people that know you Facts. first. They give you the battery. Yeah. yeah. Then you can do it. And then I got into the interview aspect. And I had the ability to kind of help tell the stories of my friends and people that I thought were cool. Maybe they didn't have the most Twitter followers, but whose story was worthy of being told. And I went with it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, you know, you've you've interviewed a lot of great people, you know, basketball players, alumni, division three. Like obviously you played you played at Kingsbury, you also played at York, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. So um, you know, shouts to Jeff Baptiste, head coach of Brooklyn College. Uh, that's my man. Um and so what experience that you did you get from that aspect, obviously, because like playing meeting a whole bunch of people obviously that you, you you have a network of people that you can be able to connect with so you know because you have a lot of the guys on your show so you know how how was that experience playing college basketball at any level is special you know what i'm saying you only get to do it for four years right you know and a lot of times people discount the division three experience yes they do but nah you know we get up every day we practice we a member of a team we in that practice fighting grinding you know what i'm saying uh um i know what it is to walk in the gym and the opposing team is trying to stop me maybe i ain't do it for duke right but i have that experiences you know what i'm saying right. locker room talk different things so it it helps me uh as far as being an athlete you know what i'm saying i look at sometimes people on espn they have that little the little resume Yo, I'm all conference. I'm a city champion. You know, I can speak from those those levels too. Right. So that's pretty much where I'm at with it. Go ahead. Well, well I'm gonna let you finish. But Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet right now. I'm just gonna let you know right now. I gotta get that off. He's just doing this. He's just doing this. He's he gonna chime in every time. I'm on a Kanye that. moment right now. I'm gonna let you finish. Go, go for it, bro. We got a quarterback, yeah. and we this is what's really happening right now. Salute, my bad, big dog. Nah, so back to regular schedule, bro. Right. Um. So you know, you've interviewed a lot of great people. You know, you've interviewed Skip Bayless. Yeah. Um. You've interviewed uh Rob Parker. Rob Parker. You know, yeah. you 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 told me that you interviewed uh, uh Will Bond. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to him. Like, what, what is the most interesting process about being a podcaster, having a show? Like, what's the part that like drives you? Because obviously, you know, this is a thank. This is it's a thankless injury yeah. industry in regards to like we're not paid for this. Mm -hmm. We we gotta grind. We gotta struggle. We gotta put out all of this content and not really be rewarded for it at first. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta put in the groundwork. So. What is the the most gratifying thing as a podcaster for you? Like when you get a guest, a real good guest, mm -hmm. does it feel like a, a sense of achievement that you like, yo, I really got this person on my couch or I'm speaking to this person? Like, like how do you feel in, in regards to that process? It's interesting because with, uh, the Mike Wilbon interview, which I actually didn't put out yet, he, I said, yo, what's, why is the job important to you? He says, storytelling. Right. You know, and that's what I really enjoy about it, uh, being able to tell stories, being able to highlight 
aspects of somebody's life who uh, the public may not know. You know, we had Skip Bayless on. He told a story about when he informed Stephen A that he was leaving first take. Right. You know, I got Skip to say like, yo, I was nervous about leaving a first take. The big bad Skip Bayless? You know what I mean? So, so known. That, yeah. that was pretty cool to be able to highlight different aspects of people's stories. And honestly, for me, with the podcast, Skip Bayless, th those guys are great. But I like to tell the stories of people who who may not have opportunity, like right. my, my local high school athletes. Right. When that drops, and then mom texts me like, oh my God, this is crazy. My coworkers yeah. are learning about my son and daughter. Yeah. Like, that's what really do it for me, man. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. Like, you know, you, you, that's that's a lane that you can be able to really tap into. And that's that's important, you know what I'm saying, to tell anybody's story. Because just because you're not at the highest level don't mean that you don't have a compelling story to tell. Most people that are at the, you know, base levels that they, 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 they starting to build themselves up have some of the most dynamic, interesting, mm -hmm. wonderful stories to be able to be told. So, And another you know, piece to that is sometimes people don't know that they're great. Right. That their story is great, you know what I'm saying? Um, I've had a few unique experiences. Like I said, uh, I played college basketball. I've worked in professional sports, New York Yankees. I'm also a U.S. Army veteran. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of have a little multitude of experiences, and and guys who may not get out the neighborhood, right? They don't know what they're doing is special, right? And yo, son, I'm here to tell you that you you it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You may not be recognized by the by the outside people yet, but that doesn't discount where you at. That's why I want to start this podcast by saying, yo, salute to you, bro, because you're in the process of greatness. Right. Somebody's going to come in and swoop in and give you a big deal or whatever, but don't discount where you at right now. This, this is it. You putting in the groundwork. You and your whole team. Yeah. No, salute to you, definitely. I appreciate that, man. And, you Claws. know, Claw is definitely one of those Claws. dudes that tells me that all the time. Fang as well. You know what I'm saying? It's, Does he? Your yeah, people, that's dope. Yeah. Hey, outside of they, they told Aaron Rodgers that same thing. <laughs> they said the same thing. And look who we are now. Right now. What's happening? Yo, nah, but for real though, man. Like it's 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 a blessing to have you here, man. Cause like I said, the way the way you speak to your guests, the way you articulate, that's that's a gift, right? Like we all have certain gifts. We all have certain gifts that we don't understand that we have. And when we tap into that, that's when we take off, right? When you understand your gift, when you understand your purpose, you know what I'm saying? That's you, love, man. Your purpose is to be able to deliver those messages. You know what I'm saying? Trying, my brother. Yeah, of course, of course. There's a lot of messages out there to be delivered that people just don't have the platform or yeah. the outlet. Yeah. To or even it. the courage. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even the courage yeah. to be able to, to do that. Because a lot of people like... You know, they may have the gift, but like, oh, I don't know if somebody wants to hear that. I don't know if, if I should. Like, you, you're so used to being negative to yourself right. because it's not a it, it's a way to be able to not try. Yeah, it's, it's rising above the self-doubt. Yeah, That's you know what I'm saying? That's probably the biggest dream killer there ever is. Right. self-doubt. Self-doubt, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you have... You, you know that as a podcaster too, man. Yeah. You ever been discouraged throughout this process? 100%. 100%, bro. Like, it... That that's that's a part of the process. Like there's times where you know early in the process, I used to wake up and I used to be like, nobody cares. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then you know, I I hit up Claw and he'd be like, Yo, bro, you're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Or you know, I talk to my 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 shorty, my my beautiful lady, and she'd be like, you're good. Like you know what I mean? It's just that sometimes your brain will tell you that you're failing. Yeah. Because you're used to those roadblocks, right? And 
if you kind of let that voice get louder, that's when it becomes a problem. It's always there, right? It's always going to be somewhere in your subconscious, right? Yep. But if it starts to get louder, you start to believe it, that's when it becomes a problem. So it's there. Okay, hair. Okay, cool. I'll ignore it <laughs> and move on to the next yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, you can just keep grinding. So that's that's my advice to you as well. Like for any podcaster out there, just keep grinding. Like it's not this. Everybody doesn't go viral. What is the percentage of people that go viral? Yeah, less than one percent. You know, sometimes I'm out there, I'm like riding my bike, right? Yeah, my legs start hurting. <laughs> I'm like, you legs. And I just keep going. Yeah. See, that's real. That's, like that's the, real. And, that's so and mind real, you, it's, it's mind, you, mind you, you are you you got your you got your 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 your, your um the the clips in right, so you oh, can't yeah. even take your you feet out, out and yeah. get a break, right? You gotta just keep pushing. You just keep going. It's the same thing. Same thing in life. Same thing in podcasting. Same thing in whatever you do, like whatever career it is. You just gotta put your head down, believe in yourself, and if nobody else believes in you, that's fine. Facts. As long as you believe in you. Yeah. That's all that matters because I've learned through this process that, you know, I've lost friends, I've lost homies, I've, you got people that don't support you, right? They don't watch your stuff, they don't share your stuff, but once you do make it, once you have a level of success that they can see, then it's, oh, that's my man. It's two-hand twist. Yeah, oh, that's my man, oh, yeah. yeah. This dude is wild. <laughs> it's really like that. Though. Nah, for it's real, really like, it's, it's, really, it's like really like that. Like, it's like, yo, yo, that's my man, yo, I always knew it. Like, come on now. Like, yo, but when, you I I mean? get home, when I get home from riding and my legs hurt, she got these, like, I think it's called jojoba oil. She, like, warm it up and, like, rub it on my legs. Like, okay, massage. so you so you all glossed up as a man on a bed? Yeah. It's a little sus. <laughs> my lady does it though. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, can't be that. You know? Yeah, I can't be that. <laughs> I hope they give those same oils to Aaron Rodgers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a rough ride in New York, baby. <laughs> you know that. So listen, you have you have your 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 alumni tournament coming up, right? Saturday, May sixth. Absolutely. It's called the My City Alumni Classic. It features alumni from the local New York City colleges. You know what I'm saying? We want to celebrate the former athletes. Uh, basically, the D3 schools. So you got the best of Brooklyn College yep. versus the best of Lehman. You know, we got five games on schedule. That's just an example. Um, the reason we do that, to promote healthy living. You know what I'm saying? Because after I played in days, a lot of guys let themselves go. So this is a reason to come back. Right. And they hit in my phone like, yo, well, I'm in the gym. I'm running miles. Um, another reason we do it is to 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 strengthen the bonds within the different generations. You might have played in 2005. I played 2008. We never really connected. Now we can get on the court together. Right. Another piece, since our playing days, we now have families, children. They never got to see us play. Right. So now they could be in the stands. That's dope. Cheering on uh, dad and mom, because we got a women's contest too. So that's really why we do it, man. Um, just trying to keep people close. You know, after after college, everybody goes their little different ways, and we, we can't stay connected. This is like a way to bring um, everybody back. Saturday, May 6th, My City Alumni Classic. Five games on schedule. We at LIU Brooklyn, you know, Division One facility. It's our second year. You know, we had a nice turnout last year. Trying to be a bigger and better this year. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Definitely, you know. That's dope. For all the people out there, right. go support that if you love if you love basketball. If Anybody love... here played the local colleges? The CUNYACs? No. Oh, I'm five foot five, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Je Jeff, Jeffrey G. Baptiste, who's the head coach at Brooklyn College. Shout out to Jeff, yes. Nice he he will be, you know Jeff? Yeah, really nice guy. Yeah. Personally. Yep. He will be playing. 
Oh, that's, listen. That's good. To you see. can ask Jeff when you see him, right? May six, you can see him. Who is the only person to be able to turn him and frustrate him on the court? Wow. That's Whoa. Me. Hey, yo, what the <laughs> fuck? Shit, I, I said the court. All right, yo, you gotta relax. Hey, but my glasses off on that one. <laughs> but but, but, but he, peep this. But so, he will say me. Jeff is the head coach of Brooklyn College right now. Yes, sir. All the men on that team, he either played, he was their teammate, or he coached them. Right. You know what I mean? So that's another dynamic we proud of. Coaches getting on the court with their players. Oh yeah, so he can get washed. <laughs> nah, they gonna protect him. Man. <laughs> <laughs> or wash him up. You know what I mean? Nah, it's gonna be good though. I can't wait for that. Um, is it? I'm sure it's gonna get to a point where like you, you're not live streaming it yet. Like you don't have not that. Yet. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, you know, that's something that you can be able to look forward to down the road. You know, as it continues to get bigger. Right. Right. For sure. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I reached out to the Yes Network to talk about broadcasting. Nice. You know what I'm saying? But right now, I kind of just want to like build the foundation, yeah. make sure it's for us. Right. And then we could. Uh, Disseminated to uh, the world. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, good thing, man. I salute you for that. After the break, we're gonna get into some some current sports news, and I got something to break to y'all. Might be a little crazy, but you know, I don't care. <laughs> After the break, yo, it's your man DJ G Money for that Flip the Script podcast. You see it? We in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, shout out to the Old Even Podcast, my oh, man, Barry Grant oh, Jr. Whoa, 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 What's up, whoa, man? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? What you, what you want to say to the people? Shout out to somebody else's podcast? Yeah, my nigga's enjoying What's up? Old oh, Even. Old oh, Even Podcast. Yo, it ain't even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this girl something. Old oh, Even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Now, you got well, that's a shout out. You keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want your all even podcast, right? Yeah, all even. Shout out to all even podcast, right? Yeah, all even. That's your man? My man. All right, shout out to all even podcast. He cool? 100%. He cool? Is he? He cool? Let me see. Is he cool? Yeah. Is he cool? Yeah. 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 For the news, I guess. Not really the news, but before I get into that stuff. Um, did you guys hear about um, the the lady that accused Emmett Till of what, you know, yeah. doing the deed? She died, right? She should have died behind bars. I Listen, she should have died somewhere else. About the time. Yeah, exactly. I, I, that, that's, that's pretty much where I'm at with it. It's just like... Go. <laughs> Why is this? Why is this even news? Right? Shouldn't even be broken. She should have got arrested on her deathbed. Facts. Straight up. Oh, they should have arrested her funeral. I'd arrested her old ass. Kick that casket over. <laughs> Part of the eulogy, so right? And so we're taking this casket. She lied. <laughs> taking this casket to bookings, <laughs> right? We put a hand, yeah, handcuff her. Yeah, on, handcuff the arm on Facts. the chair. Straight up. God bless the dead, but it is what it is. God, not God bless her. I don't care. See, I, I don't that. care. Because the thing is with me is that you got to be a different type. Of wicked to be able to live with that, live with that lie your entire life, Facts. knowing what you did to that 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 little man that that little boy, right? The family, the generation that comes after that, the pain that they have to deal with all this all of these these years, like to, to the overall race, to the yeah. overall race, it made like it what thing. it. It's crazy, bro. 
It's just crazy. Like when I saw it, when I saw the report, I just had a I had a different feeling about it. I was I was upset. Because it's like you 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 got a chance to live your life, right? See a family grow up or go through all of these things. And at the end of the day, you died on your deathbed peacefully. Right? Yo, you brought up the right word, wicked. Yeah. To be able to just, that's a different level of wickedness. To be able to just live your life, water your garden, knowing that you were part of that story. Having Emmett Till uh, get killed like that. Right. And on top of that, her her testimony got the people that murdered him off. Mm -hmm. They didn't even serve any time. They should have pissed on her IV. Yo, it's crazy. Damn. So it's like, for me, it's a it's a it's a microcosm of what our country is, right? Um, we see things happen all the time, and it seems like the the bad prosper. We see that all the time, right? You know, if you want to keep it to sports. You know, people like Don Sterling, right? Racist owner, does all of these bad things, keeps people away from the arena, doesn't spend on the team, and ends up being forced to sell his team. But it's not really a punishment, mm-hmm. right? I bought the team for $6, and now I can be able to sell it for $2.5 billion. Where's the punishment? She got to live her life after destroying an entire family's life where was the punishment for her she lived a long life and died of natural causes on her bed mm-hmm. that wickedness how does that make you feel does it make you angry a uh, little bit scared cuz when i when i hear stories like that like that lady was just out there living her life yeah. It makes me wonder who's next to me in the in the Dwayne Reed. Right. And what they capable of. Facts. <laughs> nah, it's true. It's definitely true. Like you you really don't know who's around you. You don't know what they've done. You don't know what type of evils around you at times. It's interesting you bring that up because we, not knowing who's next to me makes me put my energy into the people I do know and care about, know what they're about. Facts. I'm gonna try to lift you up. Telling my little stories on my podcast, my little D3 event. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you you don't know who's who. No. You know what I'm no. saying? You even mentioned the owners, Donald Sterling and them. Yeah. Those are the, those are the people we know about. Right. Right. That's a fact. There's so many others what that you the don't other know folks about. doing. Facts. So right. since I don't know, I'm going with my folks. Right. I agree. I, d- I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um in other news, some sad news, really. Um, you know, that wasn't really sad for me. I don't care. Uh, Jerry Springer's dead. Yeah, that's fine. The the guru himself, man. Listen, everybody here except for the young folks. You know, you guys don't really. I understand. Y'all didn't experience that, but yo, Jerry Springer is a he was a walking monument. Facts. Like at some point in his career, right? Remember, daytime TV was all Oprah, right? He was bigger than Oprah at one point. Mm-hmm. He was the he was the man on TV. Like and we used to go. Too. Remember we used to have the half days from school. The first thing you putting on is Jerry Springer. 
Yes, sir. If you had the sick day. Facts. First thing you watch is <laughs> Jerry Springer. Channel 11. Summer. You know what I'm saying? Summer like, all day. All you know day what I mean? I re- <laughs> listen, I remember, I, listen, and shout out to my uncle, right? My uncle, probably one of the, 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 the greatest influences in my life, but if you look back at it, maybe he was a negative influence. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But he bought me the Too Hot for TV tape. Yo, we watched Yo oh, Jerry Springer, Too Hot for TV. That. Yo, listen, we had all the volumes, fam, and we watched them all together, like, and we was lit. We was lit, so shout out to my uncle for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the type of culture that it was. Like, Jerry Springer brought everybody together. Everybody together. Like, there was not a person that I came across that didn't like Jerry Springer. You know what I'm saying? And for him to, you know, have that impact on this world, you know what I'm saying? Leave a a really good legacy of, like, fun, laughter. There wasn't really any, like, bad stuff attached to Jerry Springer's name. You know what I'm saying? That that's the type of legacy that I, I think everybody should leave. You know what I'm saying? He also had the movie. Yeah. Yes. Joint? Yes. But yo, it's funny when he passed, and I'm seeing all the condolences and stuff on social media. I had to laugh to myself like, yo, I'm kind of embarrassed that he was that big a part of our, our <laughs> you. <laughs> yo, we like we like the ratchet stuff. We like the ratchet stuff, oh, man. man. You know what I'm saying? We <laughs> like the ratchet Bro, the stuff. The original ratchet TV. Yeah, he was the original ratchet. You know what I'm saying? He was him. So that that's what I'm saying, man. You know, shouts to shouts to Jerry Springer and, and his family. You know. You know Rest in peace, man. He's he's a legend, man. Every time you think about Jerry Springer, it, it will never be like a thought of sadness. It'll be just smiles. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You'll always laugh. Trine and Rufus. Trine and Rufus. The two gay dudes, one light skinned dude, one dark skinned dude. On the show? They used to always be on the show fighting. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, my favorite character on the show was... Uh, um, what, what, what was the security guard name that got the show? Steve Wilkos. Steve Wilkos, yeah. yeah. My man Steve was the man. <laughs> Steve throws his little fucking his little ad-libs in here and there, hype shit up. He's the hype man. You don't want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, Nicole, your, your homework is to watch some Jerry Springer. Your homework is to watch some Jerry Springer. Yeah, the, the Wayne Jimmy Brothers too. even did an episode uh, on Jerry Springer. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. What was, the name of the sh- what was the name of the movie that he, that he made? The Ringmaster. Was it the Ringmaster? Yeah, yes, it was the Ringmaster. Yeah, yeah yo, I, that movie was fire. That yo, Nicole's learning a lot. Yeah, she we does. To to yo, we, we are we are historians right. here. She has listened to Young Jeezy. Yeah. Now she's moving on to Jerry Springer. She and she did say she liked Young Jeezy. And then Jeezy. we're gonna make yeah. you watch Martin from beginning. Facts. To end. And Chappelle show. <laughs> and Chappelle show. And Chappelle show. She gotta watch that. Yeah. She getting a lot of black culture. That, yeah, that, a lot, and two, a lot two, of black two, culture. Two two seven. Oh no, not two two seven only. She gotta watch Amen. 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 She, gotta, Amen. she gotta watch. She got, Amen. Yo, then, yo, for a bonus, you gotta watch Rock. Right. Rock. Just to understand what it could have been. Yo, Rock was fire. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't think there's a better theme song out there than Amen. Amen had the hardest theme yo, song. My ever. man was Riley. Oh man. <laughs> oh man, I can't with y'all. I can't with y'all. Moving on. Moving on. Um, I guess we can start the news now. Guys, ready? If I'm gonna do this, I'll need my news team at my side. Right here. Right here. Right here. News team, assemble! News team, assemble! All right, now, before we get into like some real big sports stuff, I, I, I have to, you know, I'm the resident villain. I gotta throw shots. Um, Brittany Griner. Oh, God. Mm. Brittany Griner, you know, she decided to 
have a press conference and say, I don't think I'm going to go to Russia anymore overseas and play ball because, you know, I want to play for the United States only, right? And something came to me, right? Something came to me because wasn't she the same person to throw shade at the U.S.? Now she going to play for the U.S.? I'm just saying is that sometimes never bite the hand that feeds you, right? Like, you, you, you're an American. You have a lot of privileges. You decided that you wanted to seek elsewhere because the, the pay scale for the WNBA is what it is. I get that. But to throw shots when she was throwing shots, I didn't. I don't think that was necessary. But it's like, it's karma. It's karma. I don't think she can leave. Barry, <laughs> <laughs> right, what did she say about the U.S.? She said, "What? What did she say again? She she was like how um, the, like the only way she'll play overseas again is if like, no, 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 not that one. It was before. It's like when she was before she got locked up, but when she was locked up, she said some. She was like the U.S. is is um, Melissa. All I know is something disparaging. Yeah. It was more like like you know she she was just she didn't like what was going on in regards to the process, yeah. and it's like." Whoever's in charge of the trades, you know what I'm saying? Whoever's in charge of the trades for the United States yeah. did bad. I mean, they, they gave, gave up the mercenary of death. Yeah, mercenary of death uh, for Brittany Grant. Like I said, I, I always said, like, listen, yeah, if, it, if MJ was out there, we, we send we send, we send Bro, the military. They got the him. <laughs> the military. Listen to the name. Yeah. The Senate mercenary the of death. Yeah, merchant of death. Yeah, yeah. And you got back who? Brittany Grant. He's in their flex right now too, bro. Like putting up numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that that that's the thing with me, man. And and the sad part is that you know all of this press that she's getting, right? This is gonna be the last shot that I take before before we move on. Who got Jalen Hyatt? The Giants. Oh, that's a good pick one. Up. Hey, that's a good Jaylen pick. Jalen Hyatt can pick up. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, the last shot that I'm gonna take before we move on. Um, all of that stuff that she went through, right? Obviously, she's gonna have a book deal. Mm-hmm. She's going to have all of these things, you know, people going to have on the podcast. She's she's going to be the story of the WNBA this season. Mm-hmm. The comeback of Brittany Griner, right? The resurgence of Brittany Griner. But at the end of the day, she's still going to be making $6. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Listen, they ain't got no money for her. So you're like, listen, we, you can tell your story. Yeah. That's all we got. <laughs> Who's she gonna play for? Huh? Who's she gonna play? I think for? she still played for the same team, ain't it? Ain't it the Suns? Not Suns. The uh, the the Mercury. Mercury. Oh, okay. yeah. Mercury, yeah. Is yeah. Mercury retrograde right now. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Um, let's just get into it. Aaron Watch is over. Aaron Watch is over. Claw, can you cue the music, please? <laughs> <laughs> Airwatch is over. So let's go back. How did you feel when the news broke that it was official? Bear, I'm not going to lie to you. All right. <laughs> I came straight out of the darkness to treat myself. I yes. haven't been here. Yeah. You guys haven't seen me. Two weeks. I synced that shit. Like whatever he saw, I synced it. Yeah. Right? I'm in there. It's dark. Got sunglasses on. I can't even see past my eyelids. It's dark. Facts. And it all comes together. And I'm like, you know, he's he's coming. This is it. This is the hey, week. Yo. Pause. This is the week. 
Hey, yo, what the fuck? Thanks. This is the week. It's happening. The Jets have to do it. Green Bay has to do it. Got no choice. They couldn't let this draft go by. They were like, oh, we'll wait till May or June. It ain't going to happen. Right. It has to happen now because Jordan Love needs tools. Right. Needs weapons. Saw that vision. Fast forward. He's throwing that pass. All right. I'm talking about a slow motion pass in practice the day after he signs, right? To, uh, I think that was Lazard. Yeah, right? it was Lazard. And I'm talking about, it looked better than it ever looked in Green Bay. Guys are in practice uniforms. The black Shh, ones? The black ones. With the safety harness, because that's what Lazard had. Ah, yeah. I'm talking about Aaron threw that with grace. It slowed <laughs> down. Have you ever seen, you ever seen Wanted? Yes. You know that last bullet? The curve, the curve bullet. The curve bullet yeah. that shot through the whole world yep, and yep, just yep. hit Morgan Freeman in the face? Yes. That was that pass he threw. That's, that's what it felt like, dude. And that's what it felt like. So and as a Jets fan right now, how do you feel? Um, Listen, if this was that type of show, I'd say let's bring out the nose nachos and get a couple <laughs> of cervezas and hey, you know what I mean? We're living life. But I pinched myself about six times. Real. Woke up two days in a row. Real. I feel amazing. Yeah, listen, it's awesome. it's, it's a great time for, for the Jets right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I think, obviously, you know, Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback the Jets have ever had in their franchise. Ever. So, you know, the expectations are out the roof. He's not making a lot of money this year in regards to the cap hit, sure. but he's going to be making reportedly like $107 million after the season. So, you know, the, the bill's going to come due. So they're going to put all of their resources into this year. So, Will, what do you think about the Jets acquiring Aaron Rodgers, and where do you think the Jets are going to be able to to finish this season? You think that you think it's Super Bowl a bust for them? Uh, I think it's cool. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> couple questions, man. Cu- cu- couple questions, man. Will, what's your cash app? <laughs> First off, haven't we seen this before? Brett Favre, you know, over the hill, mm. Green Bay quarterback. It's cool. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Barry was specific. He is the most talented quarterback, but I felt like he's underachieved over the years. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, every wide receiver that has moved on, Greg Jennings, Marco Finley, uh, they talk bad about him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Tom Brady played in the NFC for two years. He got the same number of NFC championships as... Mr. Rogers, mm. who's played there forever. Right. So I think he's an underachiever and he he can kind of pull away. He can take away from a team at, at times. Facts. And this is my question to the Jets fan, because I honestly don't know. What's the offensive coordinator like? Is he a strong individual? You know, is the franchise a strong individual? Uh, strong? Like, yeah. Does Robert Sala have his thing in place and then Rogers will just serve as the cherry on top? Right. If that is the case... They can be successful, but if you hand him the franchise, he's the leader. Right, you might be going the opposite direction. That's a good point. I think. I think the. I'm gonna let you wait, finish, Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, hey, just back hey, off, right? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill out, easy. How do you Listen feel? to me, all right? <laughs> now here's the thing. Speak your mind. Hold on, get my bangs on my man. All right, here's the thing, bro. Robert Sala, as we've seen, is a defensive coach. Hard nosed football. Guys love to play with him. Right. Pause. Now what happened was. That was crazy. They did it. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Sorry. It's all good. So what happens is they did a co-ed, so I like to call it, Uh co-ed practice about last year. Green Bay versus the Jets. Mm -hmm. 
Aaron's, you know, throwing us, whatever. And defenses, who he's, he's playing against the defense. Defense is solid for the Jets, hands down. The Jets are only good when the defense is good. That's the that's their identity. That's the thing. That's like the Jets are defense. So the fact that we have a defensive coach, which we had back in 2009 and 10 and 11. Rex. Rex. Took us to where we needed to go. Well, at that time. Now, look. Where'd you go? Why don't you back to back, back AFC title games. Right? What do you mean? Right. We went back there. to back AFC title games. Back to back. It's better than what the Cowboys did. Our sit, Cowboys. You better sit back and shut up. I'm just uh, saying. So look, look, look. So I say that to say, he got he got the whiff of what was going on in the energy. The offensive coordinator is his man, right? Nathaniel Hackett. For now, that's his guy. Because we do the passive aggressive thing when things don't go our way. By all means, we all do. I mean, we all do. But look, think about it. If I'm a, if I'm Aaron Rodgers and I don't want to be somewhere for 19 years, or I've been told y'all, what are you trying to do? And they then y'all take. Well, I say, oh, hey, well, we're going to get you. We got you. Don't worry about it. All right, cool. Hey. With the first pick of the whatever draft, Green Bay selects quarterback, Jordan Love. Mm. How does that make you feel knowing that, okay, wait, I just asked for a wide receiver and a help, and y'all got, yeah, got me a quarterback. quarterback. Cool. I'm going to drink my beer. Right. I'm going to sit back. I hate this job. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to keep writing this shit on the wall and tell y'all until I get out. Now, don't you have to be a pro? You handle your business the way Joe Montana did when Steve Young was behind. Different errors. However, guys back then stayed in their marriage. But, but however, though, longer than they needed to. <laughs> you know, all 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 but even then, they didn't speak to each other. That it was a very like tense relationship that they had because Montana understood that that was his replacement. So it wasn't friendly. Steve Young would tell you it wasn't friendly. Right. You know what I'm saying? So at least Aaron Rodgers kept it friendly with the kid. Right. Now, now look, now here we go. When you bring up Brett Favre, now Brett Favre transitioned the Jets. Mm -hmm. He set us up for the years after that got us to the AC championship. That's a good point. He got hurt. He was sending picks all over the place. He was, he was wilding. He was out here wilding. <laughs> but he, cha he changed the narrative. of. He made us look like winners. And I went to those games. Yeah. And I seen Energy it firsthand. was different. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I didn't have a far jersey, respectfully. But at the end of the day, that even if this is not, if it's the band-aid or the, the glue stitch, not the full stitch. Right. We didn't go to surgery. We didn't heal the shark bite. Yeah. We just got the glue. That's gonna hold us over to whatever the next push is because it makes us a contender. It makes guys want to come. It's like the thing with the Knicks. Nobody never wanted to come to the Knicks ever. But right now, after this year, maybe if we go far enough, they're gonna be like. Yeah, I'm about to go to New York. Right. Be like New York is where it's at. Because I want the cooks. Yo, Anthony one, Davis, chill, bro. One thing that's always concerned me about Aaron Rodgers is his lack of accountability. You know, I think that can zap energy from a team. What was that that NFC Championship game he played against uh, Tom Brady's Bucks? Yeah, he kept talking about the the coach didn't let him go forward on fourth down. He never mentioned the fact that he had wide receivers open on third down. You know what I'm saying? And that's been the kind of the story of his career. So that's why I said, it's cool. You know, I feel like we've seen all of his tricks before. If if it's in a perfect situation, right. he could thrive. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. And this is a real question. I want you really to answer this man to man. Right? Mm -hmm. Eyes to eyes. You ever saw The Replacements? <laughs> no, actually I have. <laughs> right, so there, there's a movie, right? It's, it's, I'm talking about the bottom of the barrel football players, right? And who is their quarterback? Name your favorite actor. Adam Sandler? Absolutely not. Close, though. Who was? 
Keanu Reeves. All right, <laughs> what? Let me finish. <laughs> let, let him get it. Let him get his shit off. Hey, movie, bro. Really but, that, but that's <laughs> no one. That's no one's yeah, favorite actor. Let him get his shit off, right? <laughs> that's not your favorite actor. Keanu. Hey, that is. We'll go later. You never saw Bill and Ted. Clearly. Yeah. Now listen, Keanu Reeves is the quarterback. <laughs> you know who the 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 coach was? Gene Hackman? Look at Gene Hackman. And Gene Hackman says, now look, there was a whole situation because, you know, Keanu was the backup, Shane Falco was yeah. the backup, and then the guy Martell was like the main quarterback, and those guys weren't signing their contracts, whatever, whatever, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Spoiler. What happened was he had to do a press interview, it was halftime in the game that they need to win, and Gene Hackman says, yeah, you got to have heart. Aaron Rodgers has heart. I, I agree. And he has Garrett Wilson. And we're going to go to the dance. <laughs> and I don't know what team you root for, because you were in a Miami colored shirt or whatever. But I, I, don't, I don't look at you no different because of that. But when we go, I'm going to buy you a case of beer. Please. And we're going to drink it together. That was very My last piece of beer. That's hard. That's questionable. Hard. Leaders stand up and they're accountable for all their actions. Right. I read a, uh, like a tweet somewhere. Aaron Rodgers always claims that he don't have weapons, yet when he moves on, he want to bring all of those old weapons with him. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? One piece. So everybody got their favorite gun. <laughs> What's the? He been carrying around Cobb or whatever for. Uh, is that his name? Yeah, yeah like, Randall Cobb. So, my last piece on um the the Jets though, and I'm just a casual fan, so please, this right. is a genuine question. Solo. I felt like the Jets, they were they were moving in the right direction. They benched their early. First round draft pick, Zach, right? Is he talking about Zach Wilson? Yes. Yeah, he a bum. And then they came, the third stringer was balling for a while. Mike White. Mike White, yeah. He was balling for a while. He got injured, right? Yep. He did. You don't need Aaron Rodgers. You don't, that's that's overkill. You need a quality QB. And we lost. Yeah, we we were gonna get Derek Carr. Yeah. You don't need Aaron Rodgers. Derek I mean, Carr. listen, here's my thing, right? I I I agree with both sides. I think that you make great points because Aaron Rodgers' history of being a lack of a leader, per se, that's real, right? He is not really a leader. And what you say, Cloth, is correct as well, is that the, the bar has been raised in regards to the organization, in regards to how they look. The Jets have always been a punchline. They're no longer a punchline. They have a great defense. They got a serious head coach. They got a quarterback. They have a good running game. GM. They have a decent. They have a great GM, right? So there's place. There's pieces in place now where you can literally start to talk about the Jets as a serious organization, like a real tattoo, not like a of. dumpster fire anymore. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Same thing with the Knicks. The Knicks had to really revamp, tear everything down, build up that that front office, and now people don't really look at the Knicks as a punchline anymore. They, they they're still not winners. They got to prove that. But they're getting there, right? And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to start the trend of taking the Jets seriously. That's my thing, is that Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, they were never really a great match to begin with. He's a California kid. He's a bit of a hippie. He's a bit of aloof. That's not a situation for him long-term to be able to be in. When it went sour, it went bad. And for him... It's hard to stay motivated in a situation that you don't want to be in, right? So if I'm in a job that I hate, right, I'm getting paid, mm -hmm. but I don't like it. I'm not going to give you the best of me. 
I'm going to give you what you see because I'm talented, right? I'm going to do my job. But at the end of the day, I'm not going above and beyond. Once I clock out, I'm going to do it. Don't even speak to me. I'm going straight to my car. That's what Aaron Rodgers has been for the last four or five years in Green Bay. I think now he's in a new spot. You're going to see a different guy. He said it himself. He's going to stick around for OTAs. He's going to build rapport with guys. When was the last time you heard him say that in Green Bay? So this is what I'm saying is that sometimes a change of scenery, even for the most aloof person, can be able to re regenerate, like re-energize re you, right? And be able to make you understand what's in front of you. This is a great this is a great chance, this is a great experience. This is a great opportunity for me to be able to write the the bad narrative that's been out there for me because if he wins here all the BS that happened in Green Bay means nothing. Greenwood? No. You know what I'm saying? Smack. Let me yeah, go. we we got we got to go to break. We'll we'll go after. Let me time. Real quick. What you got? Real quick. Smack. Let me get one more bar. Yeah. All right. Just to show you that the Jets Know that their defense is everything. They drafted a defensive player first this year. They could have went wide receiver. Facts. It's not Aaron's team. Yeah. They they turn it up. They turn it up. After the break, we're going to talk about some Lamar Jackson news. That's big because the man just got the bag after the break. Yo, this is Cigar Jensen Gals. I want to give a shout out to my boy Barry for all even podcast. Keep doing your thing, bro. Killing it. Welcome back, y'all. Uh, Lamar Jackson got paid finally. Round of applause for Lamar More Jackson, bro. Round of applause for Lamar Jackson. Now, I am not going to say that I'm happy for him, because I'm not. I'm happy that he got his money, right? He, he can't struggle, but I'm not happy for him. I'm not happy for the process that he went through to get here. Stubborn, pig-headed. Didn't didn't exactly, but it worked. Did, it, did, did it really it, work? It, he got the paper. Did it really work though? How much money did he have to pay his? Let's pay let's think. Let's think about right. this. Let's think about so, this part. So it worked. And how much money? Yeah, let's bro. think about this part. Let me get it off, and GTD, then you, you, you can understand where I'm going. Got the drugs. You can understand where I'm going, right? The whole time he's been asking for fully guaranteed money. He's been asking for Deshaun Watson's contract. That's okay. been the holdup. The Ravens have wanted Lamar uh, Jackson to sign years ago. They, they've come out publicly. We love Lamar. We want him to stay here. We want him to be a part of the organization. We want Lamar here. He thought it as disrespect. He took it as disrespect that they didn't want to give him a guaranteed contract, right? So all they did was they waited him out. They waited him out. And then you know what sparked in his head? He actually finally clicked off that idiot brain and realized that I need to start thinking smartly. Because remember on this podcast, we said that you can bet on yourself, but there's a limit, right? If you go too crazy, you may end up doing something bad to yourself, right? Like, like Dennis Schroeder. He ended up turning down an $80 million contract from the Lakers. He ended up getting $6, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to understand the market, right? And what happened with him was he thought that because of his accolades, because of what he did, because of his winning percentage, because of all of this stuff, that he was guaranteed, he was he was destined to have this fully guaranteed contract. That's not the case. When he saw what Jalen Hurts got, 
that's when the light switch went on because he was like, oh, this is a dude that had a good year, guys team to the Super Bowl, they love him, his game is similar to mine, and they gave him a hundred and what seventy nine million dollars guaranteed, hundred eighty million dollars guaranteed. If he was able to take that deal, I'm I think I'm bugging right now. If I'm thinking that I'm trying to get a Deshaun Watson contract, you saw how quick that negotiation came together after Jalen Hurts got his money. True. That's what I'm talking about. That's the problem. So for him, it was a come to Jesus moment for him. Like, okay, yeah, I really been bugging. He went to Twitter. He was bugging. He was talking about, like, all of these things he was doing was not getting him what he wanted. But he had to see it. Like, oh, okay, nobody else is coming close to that Deshaun Watson contract. So it really is an albatross. It really is an anomaly. Okay, cool. Now I can back off. So shouts to him for actually coming to grips with reality. And he got his money. That's what the Ravens were waiting for the entire time. Like, yo, bro, you realize we've been waiting on this money for you for, like, like six months now, we've been having this money because, like, I heard 180 million guaranteed, like seven months ago. Yeah. He signed for 185. Yeah. But I, and not to discredit you for that that beautiful analogy, and I think it's amazing. What I think is that he got caught up them playing chess, and they brought you Odell, and part of Odell's agreement was, yo, go make Lamar. Take a deal from us. We'll give you uh, we'll give you fifteen million guaranteed. Whatever, but I don't, I don't care. We'll give you what you want. But well, uh, but that's a, that's great negotiation. No, that's great negotiation because yeah. he lost in the bigger game because an agent would see that he don't have an agent, so yeah. an agent would be like, "Yo, no, no, eat that." Like, listen, I trust me, I know what they're doing. He didn't know that he ate, had to eat that and ran it. But what would have been the what would have been the other side of that had it not been that right? Had they not put the ploy in? Getting Odell here, right? They would have traded him. They would have traded him, but would somebody else have given him that money? I don't think so. I don't think anyone else would have given him that money. That's the whole point. They would have given him the money, but they would have given him what he would potentially better than what these guys were offering. Lamar, Lamar, the problem with Lamar, and and a lot of people don't realize, is that it's not his game. His game is not the problem. It's the fact that he can't stay healthy. We, We, with athletes... It's when, when, when businesses want to invest in you, they want to make sure that you're reliable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what level of business we're talking about, right? It could be sports. It could be Fortune 500 companies, whatever deals you're brokering. They have to be able to trust you in certain aspects. You can be talented, but if you're sick every four days, are you reliable? Right. No, Right. So then your value goes down. That's what the Ravens were looking at. That's what every other team around the NFL was looking at, is that we like you, but we don't know if you're going to be around. So what is your real value? If I go ahead and give you $50 million a year and you're only around for 10 games, am I really getting the bang out of my money? I'm not. That's a problem. So that's why everybody, oh, well, why is Lamar, why are none of these teams going into, because they don't know what you are. They can't trust it. They got to see it consistent, consistently to be able to say, all right, cool. He's good. He doesn't have the injury bug no more. We can trust him. 
If he's available the next time around, we're going all in. But in the same breath, what is it taking Lamar? What's, what does it cost Lamar for them to even win these games? It takes Lamar. I got to scramble. I got to do this. I got to move my legs in order to do. I got to be more physical than anybody else. I don't else think in order that's necessarily true. I think, but that's his game. That's what. Yeah, that's what's getting the win. But the thing is, when when they they have they have altered the the offense for his style of play. Mm-hmm. What he needs to do, and it's the same thing that happened to RG three, is that when RG three came in, they catered the offense to him, to his skill set, the reckless play. What they should have been doing was saying, RG three, you need to learn how to slide. We're going to take you to. We're going to take uh, which they did, right? But he didn't want to listen. Lamar now he has this money, right? He's the highest paid player in NFL history. He's making fifty two million dollars a year, right? At this point, he has to say to himself, how am I going to be able to stay on the field consistently? Is this style of play conducive to me continuing to be successful? Because although he's winning 70% of his games. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How has that translated in the playoffs? Jalen Hurts has more playoff wins than, than Lamar Jackson does in one season. One right? season, one season. So this is my thing is that when everybody looks at his value, when everybody says, oh, he's a former MVP, uh, okay, cool. They don't pay you for what you did. Right. No, they so. pay you for what they think they, you're they going expect, to do. And if they think that you're going to be an injury-prone asset, they're not going to be able to trust you. This is why this, in, this entire negotiation has lasted this long. And if he had an agent, the agent would have been able to tell him the same thing behind the scenes. Obviously, the agent's not going to say that right. publicly. But he would tell him, like, look, bro, we have to probably start doing things a little differently on the field for them to be able to trust you with this bag. But whatever bag you get right now, it comes with caution tape. It comes with, like, this clause, like, yo, bro, you have to be better than what you are right now. And that's not just your play. It's how you play. That's my point. And valid point. In the same breath, I think they drafted and offense uh, off season wise moved in that direction. They got you OBJ, yeah. And they got you Zay Flowers. So now they're telling him. Now they're telling you you need to be that guy. Here's the yeah. pocket, hey, right? You like Here's it? the pocket. <laughs> this is live in it. This you is it. I mean? We're gonna give you this, right? We're gonna give you your money. We're gonna give you 185 million right. guaranteed. Yep. But it's called the pocket, absolutely. And this is where you're nah, gonna. Nah, it, it's, it's it's big facts. Yo. It, <laughs> Fuck! It's just messed up. You ever seen those situations where like somebody abandons their kid, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, so do you like it here?" And the kid's like, "Yeah, it's cool." It's like, "Okay, you're gonna live here now." This is called the pocket. This is called the pocket. You like it? Yeah, yeah, I like it. This is your new home. And then they dip off. Yeah, this is it. This is you now. So that's that's basically what it is. Well, like that's that's my point. It's that it's. They have. They now have put the money in his in his in his pocket and said, "Here's his bag. 
But now you need to be the person who we want you to be, not who we drafted you as. There's a difference. But but where have they tried to to change his gameplay? They had an offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, who was leading the way when Kaepernick was rolling. They were, it feels like they were uh, encouraging him to be that dual threat. Yeah. But it's interesting you said you don't think it was about his gameplay. You think it was about the injury. I, I think they questioned his ability, his gameplay. This year when he got injured, Tyler Huntley won games. Right, he did. If you were a superstar, your backup shouldn't be able to win games. And he even had a chance to win a playoff game. But that that's another thing with the Ravens too, Will, is that if you look at their history, right? They've never had a franchise quarterback. They win their way. They have a formula of winning. So this is why for them, they would look at Lamar like, listen, we drafted you. We took a chance on you. We can find another you because we don't really care about franchise quarterbacks. Now, in this day and age, you need one. You need a really good one to be good, right? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I think, I think like to your point... <laughs> They, I, I don't think that they wanted to change him too much, not, like as he was, you know, progressing. But I think this is now the second phase of his career. You're going to see them demand a little bit more from him, in regards to being a quarter, a, a pocket quarterback. Like he's yet to throw for four thousand yards in a season. That's a problem. With the contract, I, I, what I found interesting was the timing. Like, yeah. why did the Ravens do this now? Lamar had no leverage. Yeah, zero. I felt like the Ravens made a shrewd move in doing the non-exclusive tag. Yes. Like, go out there and see what you want. Go see what the market is, exactly. And and come back to you. That's what I wanted the Cowboys to do with Dak, and they didn't do it. So why? This is a quarterback-friendly Why now? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't understand that. I think because of the draft, though. I think the draft would have made things funky. Yeah, I I agree with The draft would have made it funky. Somebody would say, yeah, word. Right now, because what, you know what it is? money is two first rounds? Right. Yeah. He but, wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, like, I don't but, know if San Fran had it. I don't think San Fran had it. San Fran didn't have, they don't have the cap space. But they, Washington would have did it. Washington probably would have. And, yo, know, that's the last thing you want to lose them to, like, down the block? Yeah, you're right. Nah. Yeah. Nah. But the thing is, like I said, I think it goes back to what I was saying originally. The Ravens never wanted to get rid of Lamar. Mm. All of this, all of these reports and tea leaves that you heard, and him coming out and saying, "Oh, he's on," you know, yeah, he want, he asked for them to trade. Did did they ever come out and say, "Yeah, Lamar, we gonna make sure that we go ahead and trade you"? They, they like, wanted him. They're like, "Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, you want to get traded? You, you 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 feel you feel bad? Okay." So it was all about just waiting out his process because he doesn't have an agent. It's good business. Yeah, it's great business. Like negotiation is ugly. It's nasty. It's 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 frustrating. Like anybody who's ever been in any type of negotiation and it dragged out, whether you're buying a house, whether it, it's it's frustrating, right? They ask you for everything under the blue the blue moon, right? You give them everything, and then they ask for it again, mm-hmm. and it's just like I just gave you this, right? Like how long does this process have to take? So negotiation is hard, and for him not having an agent, that education. He didn't get. So he's like, man, you know, I'm this MVP. I gotta get, I, I should get my money now. Nah, that's not the way it works. You really think it was the Jalen Hurts deal that made him say that Sean Watson deal is an anomaly? It looks the way, it looks that way. Carr had got paid. 
Uh, Russell Wilson, I got paid. True, but those guys are not similar in age to him or get, or style of play. Right. Yeah. That 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 Jalen Hurts is kind of like Lamar Light. Did the right? Aaron Rodgers deal happen first or no? It did. It I did, think actually. it did. <laughs> actually did. Or did it happen in the middle? I think no. I, I think was, Hurts got signed. Then what? Yeah. So I was puzzled by this whole thing because y'all could have wrapped this up earlier, right? And you could have had Lamar Jackson on the field, and y'all could have possibly made a Super Bowl run because you know many people believe like he was holding out because he ain't. Yeah. He was dragging his injury, yeah, right? So I'm sitting there like Ravens. You you went through all this. You had the shrewd move, giving a non-exclusive tag, and then to come out with this deal now, right? It's like it was it was wasted time. I right. think I think they had that in the tuck for a while and was just waiting. Because I back down. I, yeah, because it was just like, you know, they had this. And it was like, okay, cool. That's that's what Jalen went for. So we're gonna throw this to Lamar and see yeah. what's up. I feel like that was the that was the determining factor. Yeah. Like, what's he gonna get? Oh, okay. Right. We'll top right. that. Five million, like. Because like I said, if Jalen Hurts would have got two oh five guaranteed, mm-hmm. close, yeah. right? Then now Lamar's like, oh, yeah. two twenty right, guaranteed. That's, right. That, that's what I want. That's crazy. Right? But the fact that Jalen took that team friendly of a contract, because it is a very team friendly contract that he signed, Lamar's like, what leverage do I have now? Right. Like, because Joe Burrow is going to be the golden child. He's the next one up. He's the right? one. He's Joe Burrow may end up getting three hundred million. Mm-hmm. Right. He may end up getting three hundred million. Two 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 fifty guarantee. We who knows? Cash. But. You're not Joe Burrow. And that's that's what I talk about in regards to understanding your value is that you can go ahead and bet on yourself, but there's a limit where you should know, and that's when an agent will tell you, listen, I understand that you want this. Yeah. This is what I'm telling you, what you're looking at. Choice is yours. But as your agent, as somebody who's looking out for your best interest, this is what we, this is where we are. And the fact that he don't have that, has a whole bunch of people in his ear, has a whole bunch of people his that mama. Are, whoever, <laughs> right? It's that was the problem. And I think once he saw Jalen Hurts, because like I like I said, they're very similar in age, That's style of play. That you think, say that, he's yeah. like, oh, okay. Now let me just give up the fight now. I got it. I thought he was like, yo, I'm better than Deshaun Watson. I need that two thirty. Yeah. He's gonna hang on forever. I mean, he could have, but then he would have ended up getting six dollars. <laughs> is, is this contract considered team friendly for the Ravens? Uh I I mean, fifty two million dollars. It, it dep- I, I don't know what the what the cap hits are gonna look like. Do we gotta see what the breakdown is? Because obviously, the most important thing in the contract when you have a big contract like that like that is to see what the breakdown is for the first three years of the contract. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a five year deal. But you really want to see what he's getting in the first three. You want to see what he's actually getting at signing, right? It may be if he gets 120 at signing, that's a lot of money, right? That's a lot of money. So Now, do you guys believe that once the quarterback gets paid and they take this big piece of the pie, it's kind of downhill from there? You know, we see uh, Russell Wilson. They, yeah. You got to win on the rookie deal. Yes. Uh, the formula on. is the winning on Usually. the rookie deal. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like the way they continue to raise the overall salary caps, you got an opportunity to do right. it. You got to balance your team. Like, like, I'm looking at the Jets right now, and I've been, granted, Jets fan since it was not cool to be a Jets fan. It's still not, but okay. <laughs> relax. Are you, are you a Patriot fan? Relax. Uh, wait, wait, are you a fan, period, or just- He's just, a casual just, fan. I'm just casual. Casually, you can't make that statement unless <laughs> you run with somebody, respectfully. Because you got to check in with somebody. <laughs> but not ever shit. Like, like at, at a certain point, it's like, you got to understand that where it's going to- 
pretty much figure itself out, mm-hmm. it's going to make the sense. You draft like we've had t- one decent draft before the last year, and that like, was cool. Last year was a crazy draft, and now this year we wilding because you know this year by this year we have to do it, and then whatever. You know what I'm saying at that point. But you still have these rookies that are still on these three year deals. So you base your deal. It's everything. Put it. Everything is on four years, basically. Yeah, like you, if you're gonna it's a four sign, year spectrum. If you're gonna sign a guy to a big deal, then you gotta make sure that your scouting department, draft wise, is on point, right? Because you're gonna you're gonna rely on those rookie contracts to be able to keep, to you keep your team afloat. Like right now, we got rookie contracts. Yeah. Like the Aaron deal worked out for us because he's only getting one point one six five for this year, but next year. Or slated to pay him one hundred seven million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's because think about guys like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is on a team friendly contract. Yes, sir. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, and he's not the highest paid. So for for him for the team, they have so much flexibility to be able to continue to add to that team because of the contract that he's given them. It's the Tom Brady effect. Yeah. Brady did right. Yeah. Brady said, "Listen, Peyton Manning is better than me, like physically." He this the way he breaks the game down, the way he controls the game and all this stuff. Cool. He can have that. I want to win more than him. So how I'm gonna do that is I'm gonna give back bread. I'm not gonna be the highest paid quarterback, but I'm gonna have these rings. That was his mindset. That was his strategy. You know what I'm saying? So for Lamar, for the Ravens, they have they draft defense really good. I think with this contract now, obviously Lamar's going to get that signing bonus. They're going to be able to defer some payments and get the, you know, get that down as the years go on and stuff like that. As long as he gets his money, he doesn't care, right? The guaranteed money is what it is, but they can be able to restructure. They're going to have to learn how to draft better because the Ravens over their history have not drafted great wide receivers. They have they've drafted great offensive linemen. They've drafted great running backs. They, obviously, they've great they, they they've drafted great defense. Yes, sir. But wide receivers they've struggled with. So hopefully, Zay Flowers now is going to start a trend of them looking for offensive firepower to be able to surround your quarterback with. Because maybe you're not going to be able to go out into free agent market and go get yourself a big a big free agent. You may have to go into the draft and go find value there. I think what that does for Mark Andrews. Right. Mark Andrews' numbers go up. Because Everybody's numbers going to go up. Now. So, you know, if, if Lamar can deliver, I think the Ravens are going to be in a good spot this year. Good spot. Moving on. Moving on. Um, You know, the NFL draft is going on right now, second round. Uh, The team that has impressed me the most so far is the Philadelphia Eagles. I hate to say it, but the Eagles, they have added um two players that they shouldn't have had. Like, I don't understand how you get Jalen Carter at, what was it, nine? He's the best player in the draft. You get him at nine. And he's throwing up gang signs. And then you get no, <laughs> and then you get you get Nolan Smith at the end of the draft. Like, it's just, I just don't understand. I don't get it. While the Cowboys out here taking guys that I've never heard of, right? It's a problem. I don't like it. But it said nine out of the last 12 picks that the Cowboys have you know, gotten the draft, yeah. have been pro bowlers. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, like, although I might feel a way, right? I had a, I had a reaction last night. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But they draft well. Yes. They work out. So, even if I don't like it, it may end up being, uh, a, being a great of, player. Nine out of 12, that's good. That's good It's odds. really good. It's really good. So, you know. Yeah, it's like three-fourths. Yeah. So, you know, draft is going on. I'm, I'm Obviously, we're not going to cover this too much because – 
who knows any of these players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who who cares? It's only day two, bro. Right, it's only day two. They, they got like eight days left. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> moving on, moving on. Um, NBA playoffs. What you got? Uh, who who is the most interesting team you've seen so far in the playoffs? And who do you think is actually who has a chance to get to the finals? Well, I started uh, at the beginning of the season. I said, "Yo, man." I want to see what this guy Kawhi has in the tank. Right. And he disappointed us again with this injury, man. He is like the anomaly. Son. I, heard, I heard the again word. Like, this, he this is, like when he's on a court, he's the greatest thing we've ever seen. Injuries uh, keep him derailed. Dummy. Yeah. Just the way we are now, it's, it's, it's got to be the Warriors. So you got the Warriors. Okay. Warrior, I mean, listen, the, the way the West is looking right now, uh, Suns don't look that great. I think their their bench is very depleted. They don't have much defense. KD is not the defender that he was a few years back. Barry, I'm gonna let you finish. KD, don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? You Knicks fans are the worst. This year. <laughs> oh, baby, you Knicks fans are the worst. But but yeah, I think the West is wide open. But also too with the Bucks losing, I think the East is wide open too. Big time. And you know. Claw was talking about it. The Knicks, I'm not going to lie to you. I think the Knicks have a very good chance to beat Miami, find themselves in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I like that. It's, it's like it, the, the road to the finals looks very, very favorable for the Knicks. I'm not going to lie to you, wait, 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 which is Nick, crazy. Wait, Knicks fan. And then, and then Jimmy Butler. Jordan son, I mean, we'll see. Please. We'll see. Jimmy but I Butler, think, I, I, I listen. I like that. Knicks Heat, man. Knicks Heat is is interesting, man. Now the Knicks, the Knicks are the real deal. Yeah, yeah, they are. Jalen Brunson, you you knew it was gonna look like this. Absolutely not. No way. No, no. Nobody did. Yo, this is phenomenal. Nobody did. But you know what they said yesterday, like two weeks ago? Hey, Spidey, don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Yo, the young boys they were gonna trade are balling. Yo, the Knicks will be hitting threes from the corner, baby. Playing hard, playing together, some old school stuff. Yeah. Matched up against the Heat. That that is a, a decent good. matchup yep. for the Knicks. You know, Feels the possibility good. to go to the chip. But Jalen Brunson, I think they said when he has the ball for per hundred possessions, they score on hundred points. When he's not there, it's like 74 points. He's such a major difference. The shooting, the ball handling is uh phenomenal. The fearlessness. Julius Randle, okay? No, but he hasn't been. That the, the see the problem is that we gonna we gonna go into it after the break because obviously we, we we have to go to break now. But mm-hmm. we will talk more about that because that's a big problem that they have that they're going to have to fix on the fly. I think Tom he's gonna have to make a decision real quick on that. But after the season, they're going to have to make a really big decision on him because I think it's a wrap for Julius Randle in New York. Playoffs, 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 NBA playoffs. So we were talking about the Knicks, how good they have a good chance, Will. Uh, but they do have a concern. Julius Randle. Mm. Julius Randle, for me, um, he showed exactly what he was a few years back. Remember before the contract, you know, he had a great year. And 
I um I had Bill Pito on my show. Nice. And I asked Bill Pito, I said, should the Knicks extend Randall? Bill Pito said no. Because you need to understand that in a contract year, player plays his hardest. Why? Because he wants a contract. He's going to be on his best behavior. He's going to make sure that he's playing up to a level that he can be marketable to other teams that might be vying for his services via free agency if a contract doesn't work out with the current team. So Julius Randle was in that state. But I used to always tell people, a player always plays to the back of their baseball card. That's a phrase that I like to use. So you can see the biggest outlier year of 25 points a game, 13 rebounds, whatever. But look at the other years. Look at the inconsistent play. Look at the turnovers. Hmm. Look at the lack of awareness or IQ in playoff situations. Julius Randle shows you all of those things every time. So at what point do you start to believe who he is? This is who he is. He gets frustrated easily. He's not, he doesn't play within a team structure. He's more of an ISO player. You've seen how the Knicks have played galvanizing around the best point guard that they've had since Walt Frazier. They don't need Randall and his nonsense to be able to mess up what they have going on. They can literally put in, what's my man's name? Uh, Obi? Obi. Oh. They can literally use Obi Toppin, and Ooh. Obi Toppin would be a better better um, piece to use because of how you can be able to utilize him. Especially in year three. Especially in year three, obviously, you know, he can stretch the floor. He's not a great rebounder, not really a great defender, but has the length, right? He can hit that three, too. Yeah, he can definitely stretch the floor out. So for me, I think they're going to have to find a way to utilize Randall in this series against the Heat, but I want to ask you because... You know, you 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 studied the game of basketball. How do you feel that they're going to be able to utilize him the right way? A few things. Him getting frustrated all the time, you're right about that. That is a problem. And that is something his teammates need to fix and reel him in. Yeah, yeah Bro, you can't turn to the ref every time something right. doesn't go your way. That's a lack of accountability, bro. You need to be better. You need to be sharper. Help us win games. Forget all the text. But, Barry, playoff basketball. It slows down. People call timeouts. You come out half court sets. We could utilize Randall. You know, you got to catch it, face up, elbow jump shot, jab step, go around, bam, out of bio. So uh, the Knicks do have that free flowing offense, but sometimes the game slows down. Right. And you need to be able to take advantage of that one on one set. That's true. That's true. So you think that that's where his value is going to come in? For sure. And he's a he's a good rebounder. He can play a part of the team game. Like when they're defending and rebounding, getting out, athletic, big. You know, I, you kind of being a little harsh to start I, this segment, man. I, I am. I am. Yeah, I, I, am. I was. I am. I, it made me question, am I watching Yo. the same Knicks game? Some of my man. Nah, I'm, I'm not gonna, listen, I'm a Laker fan. I watched Julius Randle play. Yo. I've seen him. He's the same player. 
that we drafted. But nah. you, he's the same guy. This and this is I, I said I became a Knicks fan at 37 years old. They are oh, hold unit. up, hold up. What you said? I just became a Knicks fan this year. Cause these guys play hard each and every Lucky, night. I, I he respect you. I'll hug you, bro. After <laughs> <laughs> yo, remind me of a hug. Yeah, Emmanuel quickly wilding like. But you hear what you're saying? They play as a unit. Right. Randall, he's on the team, so obviously he has to appease to what's going on. But he doesn't fit that core of players. He may be good. He may be good, right? His numbers are good, but he doesn't fit what they do well. They don't. You don't. Throw me the alley, bro. Go ahead, brother. What yeah, you yeah, got? Yeah, 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 yeah. Look. <laughs> Julius Randle was here when nobody else was here. Okay, right? so that's that's his value. Time out. Not done. That's his value. Right? So it has he nothing to do with on the court. Matters it's everything. the fact that he took the money. No, it's not that he took the money. He Stoudemire came. took the money too, no, remember? but look. <laughs> yo, you need to relax, bro. I'm just asking. Right? LeBron takes the money every time. Watch him out. And wins. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Chill out. Wipe your glasses off. Now listen. Randall came through and it was quiet. quiet. He came through on the come up. It was like, wait, who? The what? Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's him? And he was balling. Oh, that's him. All right, well, cool, cool. Most Got his little bag. Cool. But he's he's not really him. He never was. He never was. Because he never was supposed to be. He was a placeholder. You're making who? my point. Yes. I'm making a great point. We already got him. I think Obi is him. But he has to grow. But the beautiful part of the, the next situation right now is that we can afford him. We can go get that guy that can be, yo. Randall, hey, look, no, keep it real. In the half court set, mm-hmm. what's Obi going to give you? Nothing. It's about that. I think it's the energy that he brings. Yo, I saw, I keep it real with you. Obi reminds me of my man Jerry, who's an actor in the West Coast. Really, really dope guy, right? I've seen Obi get a rebound. Dribble that shit all around the court and go get his shot after the fact. That particular role is not the five, it's the four. That four just had to have a little bit of personality and toughness. Yeah. Charles Oakley had toughness. No, don't be bringing up the old Knicks. You don't, need to these back off don't Armando and let do me do what I do. But Barrett, do when, you, right? when you think about the Knicks and creating a shot, yeah. which I believe playoff basketball is about, yes. it's Brunson. And then who, who's, who's next on that list? I think RJ can create a shot. I think Emmanuel Quigley can create a shot. Over Quigley, Randall? Quigley, nice. No, Randall can create a shot. But the thing <laughs> is, the, the thing is, all right, nice. I, I understand what y'all are saying, right? The, he has a place. However, can you be able to keep that in control? Because when Randall gets out of control and he gets erratic, it brings the morale of that team down. That's the problem. And you're starting to see that the frustration that he's having, the technicals that he's having, the lack of, you know, being cognizant of, I right, cool, listen, I'm not having a good game. I got to make sure that I'm doing something to be able to help this team win. Let me just get on the boards. Let me just be able to be the assist man. Let me not pout on the bench. Let me not have bad body language. Those are things in a playoff run you can't have. And he's been here long enough to understand you can't do that. Get real with you, son. His son has bad body language for him being in a three-point contest. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was that, though? That shit was in a shit-taster. Whoever put Julius Randle in a three-point contest needs yeah, a shot. Like, you know, so, but yeah, but I think the Knicks have a good shot. It's going to be a great series against the Heat. I nah, think that, that series, 
possibly has seven written all over it. Seven. It's gonna be, yeah, it's going to be good. Um, Jordan's son has no chance. You Keep were talking about Kawhi, and I definitely want to get into that. I definitely want to segue into that before we get back into the playoffs. Um, your thoughts, your opinion. Do you think it's time for the Clippers to walk away? Ah. Uh... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, yo, it, there's so much talent there. There's so much potential there that it's, it's hard to say yes, but, but I would say yes. You know, when you think about these organizations from a business and entertainment standpoint, you're selling everybody on we chasing the championship. And to get to the pinnacle and we can't rely on this guy again, that is demoralizing. Demoralizing, yeah. bro. You put everybody, yo, you're sitting out games, selling people on, it's all about the championship. Right. And here we get here, you played KD tough in that first game. Think the Clippers got a shot. And then, like Stephen A says, like we never even see him get injured. Just next day he just shows up street clothes. Right. You you can't continue to do that to a franchise, man. Yeah. Wait, time out, time out, time out, time out. I just want you guys to know that these two maroons over here <laughs> are contemplating their own way of bringing Kawhi to the New York we Knicks for some deal. reason. We just did a deal just now. It had nothing to do with you, bro. They, Go back to these two. If Kawhi comes to the Knicks, the... I'm giving back my Knicks fandom. Man. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. You, you for the four. You this, 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 is, this, is why, this is why when you hear, when you speak basketball to Knicks fans, it's the most frustrating thing in the world because they just, you guys... Or retarded. Just lost. Here's a problem. Here's a problem, bro. Y'all need to understand who the Knicks fans are, right? Idiots. Oh, we Knicks know. fans. No, no, no. Knicks fans yeah, are Yeah, I, I got you. Hold on. Dummy. Yeah. That's where y'all are. Yo, yo, Barry, you remember when he came from Toronto? Yes. Flying high. Yes. He owned that summer. Yes. He had a, a commercial in the low rider with the crown on the yes. key. I'm the king, king of LA. LA. Correct. He had a new sneaker deal, yes. new balance. Nobody was wearing those ugly joints, but yes. This is whack. Bro. What we got to show okay. for since You made that power move to get Paul George here. Yep. Draga. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and break it down to you. That was his I, deal. I, I had I had his, broke it down. I had broke it down last week and I had this guy in my DM and he was like, This is the silliest thing I've ever heard. I said, Are you a Clippers fan? Yes. Have a good day. So <laughs> I got Westbrook. What are you talking so, about? So the thing is Here's the thing with Kawhi. I said it on my show last week, and I'll say it again. Kawhi was very smart in regards to how he went about choosing his next destination. He used the Lakers as leverage Big time. to be able to get what he wanted from Valid. the Clippers. The reason why he did that was because Masai Ujiri refused to give in to certain demands that he needed, right? Mm -hmm. Him and Uncle Dennis asked for certain things, and Masai Ujiri was like, we love you, but I'm not going to give up that, right? So I said that desperate franchises will make certain irrational decisions because they've never won before. Mm -hmm. So, i.e., the Brooklyn Nets 
you'll go ahead and give the you'll get you'll turn over your franchise <laughs> to Kyrie Irving and KD and Harden because you don't have a history of winning. You don't have a history of having a stable organization. So you think that that's the right thing to do. Bless you. The nah, next sickness, you heard that sickness and it hit you, bro. The next thing still on fire over is there. that the Clippers, we all know what the Clippers history is. There is none. <laughs> so when he chose the Clippers, he understood that I can be able to ask for certain things and they'll say, yes, hey, I just want to play 55 games a season. That's okay, Kawhi. We'll we'll be okay with that. I want to take helicopters to to the to the stadium. That's okay, Kawhi. We'll allow that. Mm. I want to have my family on the team playing. That's okay, Kawhi. We'll allow that. Mm. I want to make sure that I'm not. I, I don't have to practice all the time. You okay with that? That's okay, Kawhi. We can handle that. All of the things that a certain reputable organization wouldn't do, the Clippers will do. It's Get like being in a line. relationship with somebody who's taking advantage of you, but just because you've never had a girlfriend before, you'll allow this person to step all over you because you've never had that type of uh, feeling before. Like a guy just got some cheeks. Yeah, correct. It's and, the same thing. And he settled for a city girl. Yeah, so let me finish. So so Kawhi <laughs> is in a situation now where it's like the Clippers are trying to become this reputable organization. They have a new building. They have They're trying to generate new fans which is going to be very hard for them in la but Kawhi leonard is this asset that they've allowed to run roughshod in their organization so i agree with you that he should retire the clippers are stuck because they've invested too much money and too much resources into Kawhi leonard and paul george they gave away draft picks they have nothing. The cabinet's bare. Over. They have a new arena that they're going to open. You think they're going to open it with no Kawhi? It's a problem. So they're stuck, but they have themselves to blame. Mm. It's sad, like the fact that Kawhi Leonard is this great player that his body is literally breaking down in front of us. But what's the end goal for him? He's going to continue to play and get that money because the Clippers will allow it. That's the thing is that everybody's talking about, oh, well, quiet. It's the Clippers. If they are going to allow it, then why shouldn't he continue to do it? If they say to him, listen, we're going to have to start talking about maybe a certain way of doing this. I don't know if we, we, we might have to put you on a minutes restriction and go forward. But if they're not ready to broker that conversation and really put the hammer down in regards to what they're expecting from him, this is what you're going to continue to have. Kawhi Leonard is a depleted asset. He's a great player that, at the end of the day, is part of the Clippers. <laughs> in the words of uh, Young M.A., get your money back. So, so it's, it's, it's a sad situation, but the Clippers created this monster. They did. Oh, yeah. It, it is a sad situation, you know, um, having worked in professional organizations, you know, I was with the Yankees when uh, Ellsbury was going through his stuff, mm, Jacoby Ellsbury. It yeah. was like every other day was something new. And they that was moved tough. on. Yeah. They moved on. They it's, like that. You can't. But towards the end, they moved on, though. I think he had like one year left on his deal that they could be able to move on. I think I think Kawhi just signed the extension not not too long ago. Uh, I think it was a year ago or two years ago. And that's why I said from a from a business standpoint, you got a whole marketing department. Yeah. 
if we get Kawhi out of there, it's your job to sell a new building. Still, yes. This guy is like an anchor. Like, bro, you're selling everybody on a championship. That's why Kawhi is not playing in February. That's why Kawhi is sitting out in the middle of March. Right for the champ for the stretch run. And yeah. now we here, and he can't perform. Yeah, bro, it's time to move on. I I, I agree with you. It, I think. It's, I, he's not going to retire because, okay, like you said, he's yeah. going to get the money. But as an organization, you need to move on. You need to pivot. Yeah, yeah. You need to make you need to make that decision for him. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, you know, wherever you want to go, we'll, we'll, we'll appease you, but we can't have this anymore. Because, like I said, the Clippers, if you want to start to change around how people look at your franchise, you need to start being a little serious with your superstars and stop allowing them to step all over you. Yo, real talk. You know what they should do? They should they should get rid of him. Go get a bunch of young bucks. Hire Mike D'Antoni <laughs> and play some running good. basketball like the Knicks did for he years while they was good. repairing themselves while they was fixing the cap. Right? Yeah. You can go put together some entertaining basketball. Facts. And and, and mind you, it's the Clippers, so they'll they'll be fine. Or, or they can figure out a way to get rid of Kawhi. Westbrook and Paul George. Well, Westbrook's a free agent. Yeah, that's so, called yeah. Brooklyn. You don't want to go Brooklyn with people. But I will say the Dan Tony thing works. Because like, of the fact, right? It's entertaining. It's entertaining basketball. It you is. can sell. Like, we was here in New York talking <laughs> about go, Danilo Gallinari and all these other people. You know what I'm saying? They weren't stars. Right. But it was basketball we got behind. Landry Fields. And all. That was the unit Landry that I used to Fields. I used to run home to see. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I say from the, from like an organization standpoint, you can piece it together. That's why you're paying all these people 100 grand. I agree. We move on from Kawhi. We pivot. We got new marketing. And, dog, he cannot continue to, to, to hijack your franchise. You you bottom out, go get you a star in the draft that's going to be an anchor, like a Steph Curry or something. Like, whatever they paying Steph, it ain't enough. He's worth every penny. Every penny. Yeah, yeah. of course. Go shots, get boy. you one of those. Yeah. Listen, fly, you heard? So, you know, I, I like I said, I'm not a Clippers fan. I never, <laughs> I would never be a Clippers fan. I feel, I do feel bad that they got, they got, they got bamboozled. Nah, they got Brooklyn. sold the bigger. They're they the got, Brooklyn. They got sold the bag of goods, and that, that's that's all it is. That was that's for Englewood. Englewood had to take that L. You know, it, it is what it is. But well, Barry, there was nothing really in his history before he came to the Clippers that make you think like this is about to happen. <laughs> he just took Toronto to the chip. Went through Embiid. Went through Giannis. Like Yo, I keep... thought, this dude was about to take over the league for but, five years. But to see, that's the thing is that he load man shot, he load managed in, in Toronto. It was lucky. Keep it a band. It was a lucky shot, bro. Yo, bro, he played LeBron at the Spurs. Like, mano y mano won that finals with me. Piat. He load managed in Toronto. <laughs> it started there. Yeah. It started in San, in San Antonio when he had the quad injury and you heard Tony Parker come out and question his injury. He said, well, I tore my quad off the bone. And I don't understand what's taking him so long to get back. So, so, there, was a, so there was a problem. There was a problem from then that the Spurs saw, and they were like, okay, we we like this kid, but there's a disconnect here in regards to what he wants to be. You know, it was okay when we had the Hall of Famers here and him here, but him being now the guy, starting to question in, in regards to what his leadership is, what his what his his MO is like, what is your motivation? What is going on here? For the Spurs to move on from a guy like that, mm-hmm. it's a lot. 
And a lot of people never talked about it when it happened. But for the Spurs to move on from Kawhi, it was like, hmm. And then for the Raptors to take the chance, and you saw him load manage, and they did their thing, and they had the run in the playoffs, cool. But I started to look at Kawhi a little different. I'm like, you know what? Guys like Kawhi, the silent ones are always the most deadly ones in regards to negotiations and how they move. And we understood that Uncle Dennis was the one pulling the strings behind the scenes. Everybody looks at LeVar Ball crazy. Uncle Dennis is pretty much up there, too. You hear stories about him. So, you know, um, Clippers are in, a, are in a tough spot, but I think they're going to have to ride this out. They're going to have to ride this out, see what happens, and they have the new building. They'll figure it out eventually because they can be able to trade Kawhi, trade Paul George at some point, be able to get some assets back and start fresh. That's what they should do. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Denver Suns. Who you got? Mm, I'm going to go with the Suns, man. KD is still a force to me. Yeah. You know, I, I think he's the best basketball player in the world. Fair. Still. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just don't think there's anybody that can stop him. Chris Paul is a little bit old. You talked about the bench being depleted. Uh, Monty Williams has been riding KD and Devin Booker. But I think they can put a run together. You know, and yeah. Okay. You said the world? Say again? What else? The world? KD? Yeah. The world? Still. I mean, a lot of people say that. Still. Really? A lot of people say that. The jump shot, silky smooth. Offensively, nobody doing anything with him. Uh, Seven feet, play D, rebound, push the ball. Yeah, there's nothing like them on the wing. (laughs) I know there is. That's why I'm at with it. And I'm still not a believer in Jokic. Salute to him. But, nah. I know what there is when it comes to Kitty. It's the regret not coming to the Knicks. Oh my God. And what I do feel is that he will never be that guy because he never fill up to the shoes that he thought he would ever fill up in. And at the end of the day, he's always going to be a little homie. That's true. To LeBron. That's true. As much as you want to be better than him, you want to do all this SHI, apostrophe T, whatever it is. You're he's a little never... homie to LeBron. He beat him twice in the finals. It don't matter. He, but he, yo, but he beat him or. Light skin, with 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 the hammer beat him. He was the Finals MVP both times. Everybody gets that when you're that tall. Yeah, respectfully. Let's have, let's have a conversation. The Look, dog is still putting in you that can work. Never told the claw about Katie. He's not a. I never been. I never been so salute to all smiles. I knew the people that was behind that early. Salute to them. Those my homies. But to this day, he has never been him. He will never be him. And I stand on that. Interesting. Till Interesting. tomorrow. I mean, listen, I respect KD, but, you know, it, nah. it, it is what it is. Nah. Are you, Stack how do you feel about the Nuggets? I think that the Nuggets are a good team, but I think that, like every team that's left, they're flawed. Mm-hmm. I think Jokic is, is going to wear eight and out. But I don't know if the supporting cast is going to be able to withstand that going forward. I, I don't. I, they, they're not a championship team to me. They're not. But they're good, but they're just they're just basic. You know what I mean? So they might be able to get past the Suns, but I think that's where the road ends if they get to the Western Conference Finals. But after the break, my irrelevant news of the week. He has changed the game 
whether you like it or not, he's changed it. He's impacted the game in some fashion or form. I, I'm going to find a bar mitzvah for you to go to. <laughs> and you go, you're going to turn that motherfucker out. <laughs> yeah, all the gals watching. <laughs> Grab him if you got him. If you got him. <laughs> all the gals watching. Minus, minus six. And I would like to formally welcome you to. Welcome. Welcome. And welcome the grid to the grid to the grid to the grid welcome to the grid and welcome, welcome to the, the grid. grid welcome to the grid welcome back y'all it is time for my Irrelevant news of the week. You gotta be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch the? I mean, they stink. Ah, every week it becomes my favorite segment. Um, yeah, here we go. You guys ready? Ready. Hmm. Kid slashes his mom's tires to avoid going to school. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen. I never had the balls. Listen. That is a level of yeah. commitment. I got to respect that kid for. I, I go hold never, you. I can't, I can't respect it, bro. Why not? My mother will. But you, she not going to know you. My father would. Somebody found out. Well, the, the, what happened was. My grandmother was, would. What happened was. <laughs> it's real. They have a camera. They have oh. a, 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 what do you call it? A ring bell. Nah. So they saw him go out there. Dog tripping. Climb down the steps. Have the blade in his hand. And literally <laughs> slash the tire. Oh, he ain't kidding. Yo, he was. Yo, listen. Now. All right, let's. Can I play devil's advocate? You can go ahead and play devil. What if he was getting bullied at school and, this, and he was told his parents, like, I don't really want to go to school today? You know, some kids could be a little ashamed to tell their parents things like this. That's a fair but point. He was ashamed to go to school. That's a fair, point. That's a fair he, point. And he took it to drastic measures to mess up them tires. Or, but then or, the stomach ache don't work anymore? Right. Stomach ache <laughs> don't work anymore. That, that he, lies, might, he might, he might go, use that too many times. Yo, you ruined the shit, bro. Yeah. That shit not even funny no more, bro. I feel, I feel for the kid now. <laughs> he might, right. he might have used hey, the stomach ache too many yo, times. So yo. he's like, you know, I gotta, I gotta you step it up. Oh, this is for the kids. This is for the kids that gotta take the long way home. Facts. Facts. <laughs> <I feel laughs> Tyrone right. Scott. And then the kid that gotta take the long way home. Also too, also too, we not talking about the other side of it, right? Is that, he might have had a test that he failed <laughs> or something that the teacher was going to, you know, there was some meeting that was supposed to happen. Or, and he said, I got to take, I got to take matters about my own hands, man. War Zone Season 3 came out and he was like, hey, I don't want to go. I want to play a game. I want to play with my boys. Could be. I'm a streamer. But the fact that he got bagged on the ring belt, that to me, like as a parent, right? You see that in your ring belt. You see your son literally slash your ties. Like, I ain't going to lie to you. Like, that's going to give me a different feeling of my child, like, Gotta, I think my kid's a psychopath. Yeah. Nah, you gotta, like, at that point, you got to ask yourself, like, what would really make my child go to the le these levels to do this? Well, but then I'm going to go ahead and call the military school and send your ass back. Yo, you saw what happened in Chucky. Major Facts. pain, bro. Yeah, major that's pain. crazy. Man, that's a major. level of, I, I, I don't feel safe in my own home now. You, yeah, what, nah, you, first of all, where you, you get that knife from? Yo, right? you bullshit. The you kitchen bullshit. drawer? Uh, I, probably not. 
Because it was one of those box one of those, cut off the knee. It's one of those '80s joints. Oh no, the, nah, nah, <laughs> dog the gotta get it. Yo, he ain't pull out no butterfly. Come on, yeah, it was a it was not the warrior. It was a butterfly. So you guys, you seen the video? He went. Nah, I'm I'm capping right now, but he definitely slashed the tire, bro. He slashed the tire, bro. You gotta really put work in it. You really. I'm afraid of that kid. Yes. Like, yeah. I agree. It's ridiculous. Yo, he hit. He legit had to stab it and then twist it. Pause. Stab it and, and drag it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he's him. All of that to avoid Miss Johnson's science test. Like, come <laughs> on. Nah, nah, he did that to avoid. Like, yo, who, nah, who, yo, who is this yo, kid? What's up with you? What you really on? Bro. He did that to avoid that ass whooping at lunch. Yeah, well, nah. well, he caught an ass whooping at home. Hey, maybe yeah. it been better. To get it at home, then get it at school. That's probably true. You know, he some, gotta go, bro. Some of, these, some of these white parents, they don't know how to put no hands on their kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go in the corner. Go timeout. Timeout. <laughs> timeout. I'm gonna drop you. <laughs> no, no, no. What's the name? Did that? Uh, well, Leon Washington dropped him off in the hood when he right. was in the Fifty Cent. Right. Mop top. Get your ass in the car. Exactly. <laughs> Where's Leon Washington? Where's that one from? That's all Chappelle show. Cheering in places. Good, 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 good. Y'all ability to recall shows and movies. Oh, no, we're, yeah. we're horrible. <laughs> we're bro. It's when tainted love. When you make love. the wanted reference, I'm like, yo, Yeah, man, you that, see that. You that see bullet that. really did. <laughs> yo, like, like that, this, bro. right? It went, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. And Morgan Freeman was like. <laughs> all right, next one. Next one here. Utah teen loses his testicle. In freak accident, after bending down to grab golf. <laughs> Wait, how did he lose his testicle? Yo, listen, that's crazy. Nah. All right, let's go into detail. Let's go into detail. So, wild story: a 16-year-old Utah boy experienced a freak accident during which he lost a testicle. Mm. It is reported that the insane incident that left the team without a ball happened while he was bending down to grab a golf ball. According to a case study published from the journal Urology Case Reports, the teen had one of his testicles retract inside of him mm. while he was while he reached down to retrieve the ball. So something snapped. Out of here. It was out of here. Not even funny. Well, no, that's like a, no, no, that's like the, pretty much the it's, same thing that happened. Like if you tear a tendon, like like your Achilles. That's right. Bad. No. It'll start to retract. Yeah. No, it ruined yeah. his life. That's ruins. I no, think he pulled back he down, got, bro. He's going to Lance Armstrong right now. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with that. Lance Armstrong's the GOAT. Lance Armstrong's a cheater. He and, had and one ball. Yo, how did he discover it, though? He's just like, yo, I don't feel right. You got to be. Maybe. Ma, but I'm honestly, like, like it, it's right. It's probably nah, like, it's probably like when you tear the Achilles. Like, you can literally feel <laughs> the, the. Yeah, he was like, yo, ma, listen, nah, listen, nah, 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 ma. It hurts. From a man who's had, you know. Some scissors next to his nuts. Yeah. He had to feel that. Yeah. Mm. Damn, son, I feel bad for him. We don't like this one. Picture yourself wrapped in its softness. Whether you're enjoying a captivating TV show, gathered around a crackling campfire, or cheering for your favorite football team, Minky understands your fall cravings. Our blankets are tailor-made for those heartwarming autumn vibes. With a variety of colors, they're perfect for complementing the hues of fall, as well as showing off your team pride with their vibrant team colors. And the best part? We've got sizes for the whole family, ensuring that everyone can experience the joy of cozying up in Minky's embrace. This fall, let Minky be your companion in creating unforgettable moments. Wrap yourself in comfort, share love, and relish the essence of the season. Minky Blankets, where warmth meets love in every color for every moment. 
fall into one of our Minky Couture stores or visit us online at MinkyCouture.com. What? Does so one ball hang like you feel? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Come on, come on, relax. Respectfully, though, like you I feel tell you, it. you gotta have some real sensitive nuts or something like that to happen. That's though. what I'm saying. And if you didn't use them yet, he ain't deserve. Super Listen, sensitive. at that point, if something like that happened to you for doing something so simple, you didn't deserve to have them. I mean, I'm not going there, but you know, I feel I feel bad for the kid. He's 16. Curveball. They, they, yeah, they can be able to they can be able to fix that. But yeah, that I that. saw that man, and I was just like, oh nah. Nah, that's definitely. That man is half sad. Definitely something that's for the rest of his life. What's that? Uh, that nothing really wrong with that. Hold on. What half that? Yeah, like you got one ball. No, I got two. I got two. I know guys with one ball. Salute. They Bro, they stood on it. You remember what happened to half sack though? What happened to Habsack? I don't remember. Do you watch? <laughs> yeah, Habsack's a person, bro. No, no. You, you watch Sons? I never watch Sons. Oh, either. Sons is great. Watch yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. You anybody watch Sons? You watch Sons at Anna Creek? No. It's a really good show. What happened to Habsack? Because I remember. You watch it six times every season. No, nah, Habsack, he, he obviously has one ball. One ball, yeah. He, he got the surgery to Did get the, the implant to be uh, put in, and the implant ended up, up getting, he got, he got an infection. Word? So he had to end up taking it out again. I don't remember that part of yeah, the show. Of course. I don't understand what's the point of getting the implant. He wanted to be normal. You want to be the guy. Who's like, going to know? Maybe you know his girl? I, I don't people, know. Yo, some people take pisses next to people and be like. Mm-hmm. Right. So Not knowing that. Hey. Yeah, but just even. I'm not, I don't want to get into this conversation, but I just feel like if you're glancing over at another man's <laughs> thing while he's doing his thing, there's a problem there. I agree. There's a very big problem. Like, why, nah, you, why you, are you glancing? But understand, like, under, I, I, I'm not understanding. And, but, no. and if you're looking From hard half, enough to yo, realize that I'm missing a testicle, that's a problem. It's inadequacy. I, I don't care. I don't want to Sack is looking over because he's like, we got two nuts. <laughs> so it was for his self-esteem, huh? Yeah, right. You feel me? Gotcha. As a man. <laughs> Moving so on. Moving on. One time. Last one. Time. Last time. one. <laughs> This one's crazy. <sighs> 24-year-old woman <laughs> accidentally shot <laughs> in the clitoris by stray bullet yeah, so that, they while sitting in Poor her baby. living room. Poor baby. Nah. Nah, Yo, yo, visual. I think, I think it's Matt cap, bro. Visual. The odds. You think Vi- it's cap, bro? When they show, when they showed the X-ray, you see like the bullet just sitting like right where, it's just, like come on, bro. Yeah, visuals. Yo, come hold on, a visual, bro. hold a mask. I feel yo, bad dude, I ain't gonna lie. That's son. fucked up. She live in the pink house. I don't know what she lives <laughs> in. No. Right, pink houses, it go down. Like that, that story. Sitting in the living room at that, it be like that in pink houses. What do you think about that, bro? Crazy, man. <laughs> So it had to like Crazy. if you sitting on the sofa. It's it, funny because I did see the actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like right there. In the, it's right there. The, is it there? Like yeah, bro. It's we, right we, there. We don't know how the lines run and the, the conductivity and all that shit runs. Though. Well, listen. Here's my thing. If but you're it's, sitting down, that's your legs are like this. So was she facing the window and it came and just went direct? She was doing, she was doing yoga. Through the AC, right, you know, because the AC, and the right. thing is, like, if depending on what height she was, it still has to go through the wall, which is going to slow down the book. The All right, Matlock. You know, I'm just saying, if she's sitting on a couch, it might have to go through the arm of the sofa to get there through her hip. Like, how do you? Like, how does that happen? Fucking Roger Predactor. <laughs> 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 oh, <my laughs> Yo, listen, that is my. 
Irrelevant news of the week. You got to be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch this? I mean, we can. We can definitely start putting that out there. Moving on. Moving on. I wanted to talk about MB, but I don't care about that. He has a brace for round two. Who cares? As long as he's healthy. Bro, Stone Cold came out with a brace every night. Facts. Just deal Hell with it. Yeah. If if he can be able to wear a brace and keep himself on the court, then that's good for for the 76ers. Uh moving on. Um thoughts about Ime Udoka, Will. Do we know if he's a good coach? I think he is. Why? I mean he got the he got the, the, the Celtics to the NBA Finals. He sure did. But that year, a lot of changes took place. Yes. Danny Ainge left from the presidency. Yes. Brad Stevens. Went upstairs in the front office. Correct. Kemba Walker was removed from the team. Right. So, you know, they say in academia, correlation doesn't prove causation. Okay. So, how do we know what role he played in that result? And my last piece, to prove that he may be somewhat irrelevant, the Celtics are still in the mix without him. With this no-name guy, Joe Mazzula. However, that is his coaching staff. That is Jason Tatum and Jason... And Jalen Brown. Right. I mean, but here's the thing. I, I think that his impact is where his impact is, is that defensively, you saw that team last season. They struggled in the beginning to find their footing. Then they bought into the defensive concept. Then you saw them get on that run. I think with Joe Mazzula there, that coaching staff that's still in place for what he put in there, they still preach those same fundamentals, those same strategies, right? So they are... They're always going to be a good team. Going going over the hump to win a championship, I don't know. I doubt that they'll be champions anytime soon, but they're still going to be a relevant team. Mm-hmm. I think him getting hired by the Rockets, it's twofold. One, he's a no-nonsense guy. It's a young team. That's what you need for a young team to be able to get them on the right path. Is he going to be the the coach that gets them over the hump, or is he the transitional coach? We don't know, but I think you're going to start to see his value on the Rockets more than you would see it on the Celtics, which is what you've been questioning, right? What his, how good is he? Because they have Jalen and they have Tatum. How good is he? Well, you're going to see how good he is with this Rockets team because if he can be able to develop this team and have them have that same defensive, those same defensive principles. And they end up being a good team within the next two years, then you'll see his value. With NBA coaching, I, basketball specifically, NBA, I think the the greatest value of a coach is being a leader. Yeah, right. Getting men, forget the sport of basketball, getting men to move in a di- different direction, getting them to buy in. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Phil Jackson got Michael Jordan to believe, yo, bro, you may need to play a little team basketball. He got Kobe and Shaq to believe, yo, they got work we together. Need to play. We yep. right. Ime Adoka, does he have that credibility? You know, we saw at his press conference only one player showed up, Kevin Porter Jr., right? Is he a leader? Word is, in Boston, they want his players out him for his hanky-panky. Bar with the nasty, nasty. So you coming into a young team and you looking to be credible when you just got ousted, all type of stuff going on, I I don't like it, Mm. specifically with a young team. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, I feel that position is about leadership. Walking in and guys, because these is millionaire dudes. They need somebody that 
Like, all right, what's this dude about, son? We we can buy in. All right, we believe him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's no iron fist, not in the league. Nah, you got to get guys to buy in. And I wonder if he has the reputation and the resume to get that from a young group that's used to losing. That's fair. That's fair. We're going to see. We 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 really gonna see how how it unfolds. I I'm a big Ime Udoka fan. I think he's a good coach, but I can't disagree with anything he said because if the young guys don't buy in, if they're looking at his past and saying, "All right, I'm not gonna really buy into this dude because I don't really trust what his motivation is," then we're gonna see what happens. He may struggle, or he may end up turning the corner and really getting these guys to say, "All right, cool," like he's. He's a dude that's about his business. We need to start buying in. We need to start taking it seriously if we want to become consistent winners in this league. So, you know, we'll see, man. It can go, It obviously, it can go either way. It can go him being a great coach or him being a wash and then really being exposed. And then that'll be the last time that he ever gets a, a coaching opportunity. If this doesn't work, he's done. He's finished. Um, moving on. Primetime. Deion Sanders. Right has made big waves with the Colorado Buffs, right? That's the name. I, didn't even, I never knew the name. I mean, because they, they're Colorado. I keep it real with you. Only yeah. thing Colorado rocks is the weed and the <laughs> beer, of course. But he's changed around that program. He's brought a lot of he's brought a lot of eyes to that program. And but what's interesting is that there's been a lot of turnover. When he came in there, he said, listen, if anybody doesn't want to be here, there's the transfer portal, right? right? You can be able to go because you have a history of losing. I'm going to change that culture. I'm bringing my son here, and I'm going to let him start automatically. We're just going to bring Sit this there. this wave here. I'm going to make sure that we're going to push y'all. We coming, right? That's what he said. Right. We coming. So there has been, like, I think 18 players mm -hmm. that has left the team. Damn. That's a lot of turnover. Now... I want to ask you in regards to you saying that coach should be a motivator. Coach should be somebody who can be able to get these guys to buy in, to be able to better their lives, not as athletes only, but as men. I think Deion Sanders does that, but is his style too harsh for the masses, right? Because obviously, I think being a good coach is being able to get through to every type of player. You gotta figure out a way. But if you're seeing a mass exodus like this, does that say more about the player or does that say more about the coach? I think that says more about the player. Bars. You know, I think Dion is doing the right thing. He walked in the door, as you mentioned. Yo, y'all might wanna check out that transfer portal because I'm bringing my people in. Facts. Right? Um, Sucker. You guys have been losing. I'm coming in here and I'm setting a new standard. Um, I was reading a book recently by Merle Code, who was an Adidas executive who got caught up in that NCAA sting years ago. And he talked about when he was playing college basketball, a new coach came in, Rick Barnes. Mm -hmm. Rick Barnes was kind of prominent in NCAA basketball. Yep. He tried to get guys to quit because I need to free up that scholarship. Right. So I could bring him on, guys. So, Dion, yo, this is the standard. You brothers ain't needing it. They they leave them. Yeah, I agree with you. I, yeah, go ahead. I, I was gonna tap in. You got something? Yeah. Well, the, the difference is, look at the record last season. What they went like? Look at the record over the last five seasons. What they went like one or two games yeah, last season? Trash. Like at that point, 
if you don't have the determination to say, you know what, I'm going to stay here and, gut and it work out. my ass right. off to earn my spot. Damn right. And at that point, we don't want you anyway. Right. Yeah. I and agree. O- and also, too, with the light that, that Dion's getting, comes with the up and the tear. Mm-hmm. This ain't the last stop for him. He's going to NFL. I don't think he wants to. Let me keep it real with you. He's going to NFL. I don't think he He's is. He's going to go. I don't think he is. Th- th- there's a difference between motivating kids. Right. And motivating grown ass men with bags. I get you. I get you. The bag. He's it's, getting the bag in college. It's gonna be the bag. Actually, though. college coaches get paid more. Than salute, <laughs> salute. It's a, it's a privy. It's a, it's a thing though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did this on this level, but if you got both nuts, pause. Like somebody else might not. You're gonna go up. Yeah, you want more. You're going to want to take that same energy yeah. to the next level. I think he can go up in college. He doesn't have so. to stay at Colorado. I think he he's can go, go up. somewhere else that's more. He has to show the fortitude yeah. in the NFL level. But what I'm saying is that. Where we don't tolerate certain shit. And bro, you need to understand. We'll take something because that's where the world's going. Claude, think about it. Nick Saban is the greatest college coach of all time. Right. Nick Saban went to the NFL and failed and went back to college. Some guys, <laughs> some guys don't need to go to the NFL to succeed. So look, like the NFL is not the end all be all for a coach. Dion had that though. Dion was a player. He had that. So it, you're always going to have a taste of that. His As situation Yeah, his situation is different. He had a taste of that. Now, As a player. Who wants to who doesn't want a double edged sword? Pause. I think Dion has the ability to get it done at both levels. He wants to. I don't and, think and he it, does. And and by 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 setting the the standard of my team of what I expect as a coach, you got to set the standard here. And I think that's what he's going to do, and it's going to go that route. Yeah, Larry, I, I, I fully disagree. You don't think disagree. he already did that in Jackson State? You I, full, I, I fully so. disagree. I when Dion so. retired and he was on the NFL Network, yeah, he had that charisma. He had that ability to to challenge players. But they still, yeah. yo, that's prime. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of these guys get on TV, like Kendrick Perkins, and they just Perfect. lose their mind. Checked out. Yeah, drinking, bro. Like, drinking what? What was you drinking? Shit <laughs> <laughs> that nobody yo, would tight. drink. He was wow. like, and, and, Y'all let him lie. Yo, Shan, yo, Shannon Sharp with the whole, like the, the Scully. Not even a Dewey. Like the Scully and the, and the cigar yeah. and the Henny. That's crazy. But it works for him. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have tears of that because you know what? At the end of the day, that's somebody's old head. Yeah. You gotta look at somebody's old head to be like, you know what? I look at you, big homie. I look at you, unk. I gotta respect you. I think that's what Dion's giving right now with that level. And it's and we're trickling down. You gotta always trickle down. He has to get to that level. Cause for him right now, it ain't it ain't never on a college level. It might be working right now. He has to get to the level of what he got. What he achieved. Here's the problem, and here's why I'm going to disagree with both of y'all. Prom wanted a, if Prom wanted a job in the NFL, he can get a job right no, now. No, he can't. I don't think so. I'm not he a can. running back. I'm, I'm, not, Barry, I'm not, not the job I'm not he talk, wants. But here's the thing. No matter how much Prime is going to win in college, they're never going to look at him as a motivator in the NFL Until because he, he doesn't want it. Until he wins. I'm telling you. He doesn't it's, want what? He doesn't want the NFL. Why not? What's what is the what is the need for him to go to the NFL? What's the need for him to go to college? There's all types of rules at NCAA. Oh, yeah. If he wanted to stay in the NFL, he would have stayed on TV. He would have stayed around the NFL. He went to high school to D to division. What what to 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 the um to 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 the 
the what you call the black colleges. Just stepping stones to yeah, where he wants to he be. He wants to stay in college, back, bro. Nah, bro. So the you know power, the so, power for a head coach. Let me finish. The power for a head coach is in college for what he's trying to do. He can be able to be the motivator he wants to be. Control his narrative in college. You can't do that in the NFL. You cannot. This you cannot control the narrative in a business like the NFL because once you start to fail, they're gonna get rid of you. In college, if he turns around Colorado, mm -hmm. right, and they have four straight seasons where they win nine, ten games, they're in bowl games, they win bowl games, and all that shit, right? You think Colorado's gonna get rid of Dion, or the price goes up? Barry, you don't become the greatest player possibly ever in a sport by. Uh taking the safe road. I think he would take his chance in the NFL. I think he has the ability to motivate youngsters, but also walk in an NFL locker room where people are making more than him and get them to buy in also. I think that's his versatility. My, we yeah. see him motivating young guys because I think that is what the job is. Whew. And he's just banging it out. But <sighs> at the end of the day, motivating young guys and motivating grown-ass men with big contracts, this is why a lot of people don't go to the NFL. This is why a lot of coaches go to the NFL and go back. They don't have the skill that Dion has. The people skill. Dion was in NFL locker rooms, MLB locker rooms. He been through it all, brother. Okay. He can get it done. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, yeah, 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 yeah. Talk think, your talk, no, bro. We're gonna, yeah. we, we're I gonna think go, he's going the proper. I we're think gonna go going ahead though. and entertain this again. But in five years, when Dion is still here, I keep receipts. No, I I'm just hey, letting y'all know. Keep the receipts. I keep receipts. I wasn't rocking with you with the Aaron talk, <laughs> but right now, <laughs> yo, bro, we can hug. We were from a death two he's minutes not, ago. He's not going to the NFL. There's no reason for him to go to the NFL because at the end of the day, why is Nick Saban on the NFL? He has to. Nick can't get it done. He he don't know what it is to walk in the room and. And get people to buy in. Then why is Alabama successful? Because it don't he, matter. Because the he has that authority in college. He's not on equal footing with the kids. He has that power. They scare you. This is my path to the NFL. Uh, a, a pro coach, can you get guys to buy in when you may not necessarily have the leverage? That's a different Ooh. type of skill that I think Dion So we'll has. see. We'll see. We will see. And he has a taste But of I'm it. telling you right now, Dion is going to want to stay in college. To go to another big power school. That's what he wants. That's where the power is. If he can be able to find his way to an SEC school and turn that around, that's where the power is. I'm telling y'all right now. But we're going to see how it goes. We're going to see how it goes. Um, Moving on. Moving on. What do y'all feel about the Giannis presser? I love it. I loved it. I, it. I watched that shit six times. You know the thing is? Giannis is one of the most classiest... Basketball players in the NBA right now. Yeah, you know I what? Yo, hold, I don't. I don't want to get personal. Hold that. Hold that oh, thought. Right, we are gonna go to break. The last break, and then we we we're gonna finish Yo. off. Giannis. Giannis. Everybody here think that Giannis did a uh, a great thing in regards to putting that Absolutely. that reporter in her place. Um, Not everybody. What's your thoughts? Ooh, I need up. to hear it. How you feel? I need to hear it. I love opposition. I thought the reporter asked a fair question. Yeah. Giannis, right. would you consider this year a failure for the Milwaukee Bucks? Right. He didn't ask if Giannis is a failure in life. Okay. Do you consider this year a failure for the Bucks? When you set out in the beginning of the year, you looked at your teammates, you had your goals, did you guys fail? And I think as the number one seed, you did. You know what I'm saying? Last year, 
It was first year after you guys won the championship. Chris Middleton was injured. Right. So now that you had all your pieces together, you're the number one seed. Giannis, do you view this year as a failure? And this is the second time in what, three years or four years that they lost to the Heat? Hmm. That is a fair question. Right. He brought up, he said there's steps to success. Indeed, when you're trying to break through, you broke through in 2021. <laughs> right. right. You talk about Michael Jordan. He played 19 years. He only won six chips with all those other years of failure. No. But when he broke through and won that chip and got past the Pistons, he went on a run. Now, if you would ask Mike after that second year, if they lost, hey, would you consider this a failure? You got your coach. You got your, your, your sidekick, Scottie Pippen. He probably would say, yeah, this is a failure. You know what I'm saying? So I, it, it's weird that he pivoted to that thing about life. And uh, Giannis, you are not a failure, son, at, at life. But this year, and my last piece, you gotta hold that. Pat Riley isn't he the one that said, "Yo, there's winning and then there's misery." So the 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 reporter asked a fair question, Giannis. In your mind, the leader, the number one seed, the champion. You know what I'm saying? You in your prime. You got all your guys. You fell to the eighth seed. Is it a failure? That is more than a fair question. You know what? When I when I listen to his reply, he makes perfect sense. That was pretty good. Because you know that. what? I guess until he explained it that way, I was looking at it. And now I look at it in my mind as a stupid way. I, was I look at it as like, oh, everybody gets a fucking trophy. Meanwhile, everybody doesn't get a trophy. Everybody's not a winner. There has to be a loser for there to be a winner. Okay. Yeah. So I get it. But I still, the way Giannis articulated his words, I get it. You know? But I think, I think, and you know, you put it very eloquently, Will. You're pretty good at that. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, what I took away from that is every so often when we get good teams, we always hear that question asked. Is it a championship or bust? Is it this or bust? Is it you have to get to a certain point or bust? Now, this is sports. Anything can happen. There's certain things that go on within a season that I think what he was trying to say to the reporters that the journey, the process of becoming a champion is there's steps to it. There's levels to it. So for them to be the number one seed this year, there's a step or a process that they have to get over to probably get back to where they need to be. Maybe they weren't. They, maybe they weren't as good as the team that won the championship in twenty one. Maybe there's something that's missing that they have to now learn from and take a step back and then move on and, and improve from that, right? So I think that's the angle that he was taking is that there is never failures in regards to the process of trying to attain a championship, right? Because even if you are the clear cut favorite and you win sixty seven games that year, but you lose in the finals. You still won 67 games. You were still a great team. You still did great things. This is sports, though. Nothing's guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed, but the media tends to always make it very black and white. If you're the best team, you have to win. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. So I think he was kind of trying to shed light on this is a process. Like, yeah, we lost. But there's a reason why we lost, and we're going to be able to get back in the lab and understand why we lost, and I guarantee we'll be, we'll be back here better next season. 
So for him to say it's a failure, no, it's not really a failure because us losing is now going to have us understand why we need to get better. It's a process. Anybody can tell me what the Bucks record versus the Heat was in the regular season? We know. I'm not sure. But I think that I, we can we can honestly say that the Heat own the Bucks. <laughs> they they own them. Jimmy Butler owns the Bucks. This was the first time I feel on the throat. Giannis felt the pressure. Yeah. Well, he felt the pressure in in the bubble too. Of being of expectations. I felt that's what that was. Like and when he finally broke through, he for the most part he's been the cool guy, the up and coming star that's on LeBron and KD's heels. Mm -hmm. Now you're the star. He's the guy. Yeah. And I felt that was a little. We saw that frustration come from him in his speech. Yeah. You know that was equivalent to LeBron James and Miami Heat was like, oh, you guys got to go back to living right. your lives. You know what I'm After saying? After they lost to, to to the Mavs, that yeah. moment for him. It's well, a good point. At that point, I, I think anyone's gonna feel passionate. Yeah. You know, at that point in time. You want to you, you want to defend your organization. Right, right. You want to defend your teammates. You want to make sure that you know they know that you have their back in regards to saying if I come up here and say that yeah it was a failure, now I gotta go back and speak to my teammates. They gotta look at me and say oh so what we're failures we we we're, we're not we're not up to your standard like that's a different energy that you don't want to deal with as a leader. So you want to make sure that you put that out there and say. This is the journey. It's the process. It might be true. There might be some some bullshit in there, but that's what he has to do as the leader. And I understood the stance that he took, and I I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't mad at it because I, it's 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 something that we don't hear enough. I respect it for for him being the leader of the team. He took that that on the chin to be the leader of the yeah. team, and literally going into defense of understanding the process of someone making that type of statement, knowing that yo look. It's yeah, Jordan did this, but it didn't always work for him. Right. And also too, just to piggyback of what right. you said, Claude, that's a good point. Is that what has the media done within the last right. twenty five years, Will? They've twisted the narrative in regards to what they deem success is. If you don't win championships, you're a failure. I don't think that's fair. It is fair. I don't Bars, think that's fair but, because and I salute the, you. the media, they are rational. They write feel-good stories. Right. They understand. They sell topics, bro. Well, yeah, they, no, but they understand when a star is budding. Right. They don't irrationally place expectations on. Uh, you sure about that? They don't put they don't put real life on those topics. Not nah, like that. They're they're responsible. I think we give the media a bad rap, but they are. Responsible. I go back. Are they are they responsible when it when it when it happened to Zion? Were they responsible then? Yeah, chill, chill, chill. What chill, they chill, do to Zion? Zion, Zion whatever, that they bro. that they that they called him the savior of basketball. Chill. That he chill, was chill, gonna chill. be the next LeBron. Expectations, bro. Oh, that that potential may be there. You think your that's, second wife that's is the best over. wife? It's not work. It's but not hold on. Work. Let's see. Let's see. Like who's who's somebody? They. They they write glowing pieces. They understand when no, they a star do. is is. Budding, yeah, fledgling, like the expectations are not heaped on them yet. That's why we said with Giannis, yo, the Greek freak is coming. Yeah, yo, um, when he lost to Kawhi, when Kawhi was at Toronto, who we was talking about earlier, yes, ain't nobody was like, yo, he's a failure, because it wasn't his time yet. Right, right. But now we are, you are already crowned yeah, it, champion. It, it's his baby. You right. giving us Disney right. movies? What's good? Right, right. 
So the the you, the you know English now. Yeah, the the media. I, I think they get it better. That wasn't irrational. But once you broke through, we like what's good now. Okay. So I mean, listen. Look, both sides. I think make fair arguments. Claw, you no did a good argument, job. bro. We live. We talking the same lingo, bro. <laughs> we looking, we looking at the next clip right now. We was talking about um when KD mm. and KD. James Harden mm. and Russell Westbrook was on their way. While Kobe and them still had the West, the young it was Thunder. a feel good story. Like young it was not, you it felt was. that it wasn't like when Yo, they got bounces. You would have gave the ten cents to the kid that needed a pair of socks. <laughs> Yo, what is this guy talking about? That's Frank. Is that Frank? Real. It's the That's same Frank. Is that Frank? That's definitely no, not it. Yeah, we're not yet. We're not yet. We're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is for law. This is for law. For law. But no, I, I, I agree with you. I think that there's a level of expectation that comes with being who you are, right? Giannis is now looked at in that great of all time category. So if they're good, they need to push through. Mm -hmm. They need to be able to get over adversity. And for you to be the number one seed in the, in the Eastern Conference was like four out of the last five years, and you only have one championship to show for it, there's going to be pressure now to be able to say, and I don't even What's think up? they asked him that last year because his sidekick was injured. Right. See, again, I don't think the media is around. Yo, Chris Middleton, dog, we can't expect you to get that done. Yeah. But this right here. Right. <laughs> What's up, my boy? You're supposed to get that one done. Yeah, yeah. At least to the next round. Yeah, they had, they had a winning record. Now, listen, I like, like I said, it's I, I like the fact that he finally showed some emotion, right? Hey, listen, you know you're not going to talk about my team like that. <laughs> but, uh, I love, yo, I but, love that press conference. Facts. He said, yeah. yo, you do mean... Hey, look, I don't, I don't want to get personal with you. Look, hold on. You work every year. You don't get you don't get raised every year. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Don't look. Michael Jordan. Nah, but you know what? Like, you, like, normally when you look at Giannis, you see this big kid. Yeah. You know? Smiling. Smiling. My nephew, bro. Appealing, you know, but firsthand. He has to be a man now. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I get it, man. By, by man the way, now, by the way. Breaking news. I just want to give you a score update. Uh, Lakers and Grizzlies are in a dogfight, y'all. You want to know the you know what you want to know what score is, Bang? What is it? 4774. <laughs> oh, dogfight, yeah. Beating, beating. Pitbull and Chihuahua. Dogfight. Yeah. 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 So they going home. Dylan Brooks going home. At halftime, right? They the NBA went to Oh, okay. That's yeah, what it is. We go. My man with the hammers. It was like, yo, 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 yo. Got look, you. Got here's you. Here's 250, boy. What's up? Yeah. Moving right, on. Cool, cool. Moving on. To the greatest segment on the planet, W of the Week. Dummy. Yeah. Every week I go around the room and I ask, who, who is the Dummy of the Week? Cole, you got. <laughs> Zach Wilson. Yo, this man giggled. <laughs> Zach Wilson. Bro, he giggled. Zach Wilson is your. Dummy. Yeah. Yo, Zach Wilson literally said in December, it's like, yeah. Any guy they've been, they bring it as a veteran. I'm going to make his life hell in practice. He said that? He did and say Aaron that. Aaron Rodgers came back this week and said, well, Zach Wilson, I'm going to make your life heaven off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, what's crazy is that he had a press conference and he walked it back. He was like, yeah, you know, it's going to be good to sit on the bench yeah. for two years and learn. Here's the thing. Shut the fuck up and I, take the opportunity. Because at the end of the day, you ain't got no choice. Yeah, you need to sit down and relax, yeah. my boy. Yeah. You're learning, you're learning from the guy you base yourself off of. Facts. Throwing off one leg. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, so Zach Wilson, he definitely gets the. Tell me. Yeah. Fang, we got. 
We got two again. Two drink minimum? Yeah. No. You know. Number one. Eric Adams. Oh, my goodness. Like Would like you him. leave the mayor alone? I don't like him, man. Eric Adams and his whole crew as a staff, a record label. Okay, well, what do they do? What happened? Yo, I'm tired of wasting our fucking money on these migrants, bro. Yo, they're predicting they're going to spend $2 million this year on migrants, where it costs $380 a day per migrant. Currently, we have almost 40,000 oh migrants. You do the math. You can be taking care of our own people that live here. Meanwhile, you're taking care of these motherfuckers. Let them go back to where they came from. If they, and listen, and if they ain't happy with it, go back to where the fuck you came from. You came here looking for shit. We ain't tell you to come here. You showed up. You don't like it? Go home. You ready for number two? <laughs> the whole segue. <sighs> Next one. All right. Oh, this one's gonna be good. This one's gonna be good. All right. I can't I like this. This kid. Like this. All right. I just want to throw you two in the The garbage. second dummy goes to uh, San Francisco Fire Commissioner. Don Carmignali, uh, whatever the hell his name is. It's Italian. Yeah, same shit. Whatever. Yo, this guy's been going around for three years finding sleeping homeless people and macing them with bear mace. Oh, that's crazy. To sleeping homeless people. For what? Because he's not. But guess what? He maced the wrong one. Oh, got tuned up? Guy got up and whooped his ass. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. And then he complained to the police about it. Oh, he ran to the cops? Wow. Yeah, oh, you're definitely going to get the... Dummy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got tuned up and ran to the cops after you've been terrorizing people? For three years. Hell so how did they find him? They said, like... This video. Yeah. Oh, it, so there's, there's yeah, video? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because bear mace can kill people. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. Bear mace? No bear mace, yeah. Bear mace, yeah. Bear mace, yeah. yeah Phil, what you got? I heard something on the news today, which I thought, if you make if you make if you make some good money, and you live in Brooklyn, uh, you probably feel like a dummy if you drive a car. So there's a uh, there's new legislation where they're trying to pass tickets for your for parking tickets. Right? They mm. can run your license plate when they give you a ticket, and based upon the income that you make, they tier your ticket. Oh. Fuck. That's crazy. So like, you don't make a lot of money. Oh my god! Like a hundred dollar tickets, probably six dollars. Yeah, pro <laughs> probably financially cripple you. Yo, but if you make six figures, you could probably get a thousand dollar ticket. I blame the Nets. That's Fuck crazy. That. I blame the Nets. Yeah, hell sorry, yeah. Uh, sorry to cut you off, Phil, but you know why? This is because of Mayor Eric Adams. <laughs> If he wasn't giving all of our money to these migrants, <laughs> to migrants, hotels. yeah. Yo, the migrants, they're, they're on vacation. They're living in our hotels. Meanwhile, there's people here that can't pay to go on hotels. They can't afford a hotel. Meanwhile, they're getting to stay there. They get all this shit. They I get amenities. They give them walkie-talkies. They give them cell phones. They give them computers. Meanwhile, people here don't have cell phones or computers. What are you talking Fuck about? These, Fuck these people. Hell yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Jimmy, who you got? <laughs> Why is the NYPD? Oh, this video. This dude's recording with the cops, and he's like in an argument with them, and the cops just start throwing up sets. 
I saw that. Yo, I saw that. Word. Roger Goodell. Wow. <laughs> so what, did he get fired? <laughs> Will Fox. Oh, yeah, so he definitely get the dummy for that one. Dummy. Yeah. That was bad. Nicole, you got. Uh huh. Hmm. Fucking Tesla can't go thirty nine. <laughs> <laughs> now is this just in the work zones? Yeah, I'll be honest with you, I I'm for that. As a fellow, hmm. but then but then Eric Adams put that in. Oh, shots! Eric Adams. No, yeah. no, 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 no. no, no, no. Hey, hey, can't say that. Well, that's well, that's a safety thing. Oh, okay, so no, that's okay. Well, it's so you gonna give? Are oh, you gonna give me flowers? No, no. Fuck Eric Adams. <laughs> Damn. Thank you for the DOT Is for implementing. What's her name? Hotchits and stuff like rules. that. Rottenberger. What's her name? Interesting. Interesting. She's good. Will, who you got? You have a dummy of the week? Nah, bro. You ain't give me homework for the pod. I ain't know. <laughs> I got a dummy for you. I ain't know. It's a Go cat named Tiggy. Right? That's your dummy. A cat named Tiggy that doesn't know how to chill out, that needs to be spayed, that attacks paper towel, that runs around and makes noises above our heads as we're trying to pod. Goddamn right. Yeah. I mean, it's a good one. Anybody in the Green Bay Packers that didn't like Aaron Rodgers, in fact, they came to the Jets, we figured it out. That's it. And that's what you wanted to say this whole time, but I know I speak for you, brother. My man. Well, I listen, like you, brother. All of those cool, are good. Brother. Will doesn't it, Will don't need a dummy week is fine. I have one. I only have one. You you had two. You always have two and this and that or whatever. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner for Dummy of the Week, Will Levis! Will Levis gets my Tommy. Yeah. Will Levis is my yes. Yeah, of course he's gonna get it because you don't know the history. Don't you don't know the backstory. I, I, I saw what I saw, man. Will Levis. That should look good, man. Will Levis rose to fame by doing social media stuff. Uh, uh-huh, gotcha. Right? Mm. Lifting uh, 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 food or whatever it is. He puts mayonnaise in his coffee. He, he does a whole bunch of mayonnaise crazy is nonsense. By the way, right? Thinks, thinks very highly of himself. Egomaniac. Well, guess what happened to Will Levis on draft night? He said that prior to draft night, that if they invite you to be in the green room, that you're supposed to get picked high. So I expect to get picked high. Well, Will Levis was there. And the only thing that he had to look forward to was his nice, attractive girlfriend to look at, right? That's it. Because he didn't get drafted. I forgot her name. It's like Dubby or something like that. We don't care what her name is, but she looks good. Yo, she looks with nice. the red? But, but the thing is, the thing is, for him to have this big wave of support, and they had this ticker of the, the whole night, right? Not so it said his ticker. percentage of getting drafted, right? So it went from like 80%. To by the end of the first round, it was point zero. <laughs> Will Levy, please. Oh, man. Oh, Yo, what? bro. Yeah. Now, it was so funny to see it unravel. But he now he didn't show up. No, of course not. He didn't show up to round two. Of course not. He He's didn't smart. show up. But where did he He's, go? Where did he go? He went to the Tennessee Titans. He got drafted to the Titans. I mean, listen, Ryan. What's his name? What's the guy's? Uh, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, whatever. Who my cares? He's the guy. 
He's over there. Like but, the said, he's God. But, but the fact that he would go through this process and fail that way. I mean, ESPN set him up for failure. That It was foul. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like, for them to put that percentage thing there, but yo, and then it just continued Barry, to drop as the Barry, night went on. Barry, you my man. It was bad. And and then the time that he took, yo, he had two joints next to him, and nobody knew who was the joint. And that what got him more stock. So the fact that once that story broke, everybody was like, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, but he still had to wait good. in the second round. He wasn't the first. It's better than CD Lamb. CD Lamb was good, but he took his phone back from a shorty. He was like, "You're going to Yeah, but CD Lamb was shit, the first round pick. It don't matter, boy. It, it does matter. Yeah, it does it matter. matter. <laughs> CD Lamb could have never took the phone back, and CD Lamb did that, and that's why. I, okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where you're going. Um, so yeah, Will Levis, you're the dummy, big winner. Obviously, you got the girlfriend. That's good. Your game is bad. You putting mayonnaise in your coffee's bad. I don't even know how that tastes. Nuts. I don't even know how that tastes. That's crazy. Nuts. But you a winner for Dummy of the Week. That's all for the show, Will. I appreciate you coming through, my man. This was fun. Um, you Yo, know, bro. you you uh you 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 dropped a lot of knowledge today. Yo, bro, I appreciate you having me. Like, Not for, for real. real. For real. I put the I put the message in. Yo, I told him. Cause I do a podcast too. Yo, I hate when people ask me to be a guest on my podcast. Yeah, we frown upon that. I here, really bro. hate that. If I if I want you to so guess, little. I got my intentions. Yo, you're lucky you're cool because we would not fuck with you. But <laughs> I, I had this event. <laughs> yo, as I'm texting Barry, I'm like, now. Yeah, yo, don't be that guy. Barry, I want to be on your show. Like, just look at my phone. Nah, man, we're curve your whole shit. Straight up, it worked. It worked. It worked out, man. You're a good dude. You know what I'm saying? You got a good. You got a good podcast. We're gonna bring you back. Actually, you got you. You got you got good energy good you know you, you you have a good message like skip wasn't bsing when he said what he said on his show That's dope, like man. i think i think you know you gotta keep grinding keep pushing this shit ain't easy no, you know what i'm saying and it's 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 a lot of frustrating days but there's also a lot of rewarding days too when you see the fruits of your labor start to start to materialize yes, right sir. like you start to see the increase the wave the support the views or whatever it is even if you have five or six views that's not the goal right now it's about getting consistent getting making sure that your show looks good the fact that you can be able to go in and out of your segments the fact that you can be able to hold somebody's attention for more than five minutes that's a that's a skill mm-hmm. and you have that ability i watch your show i watch your show you know what i'm saying and you have the ability to be able to speak and have segments where they're 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 very thoughtful they're they're thought out they're insightful you give you give flowers to people um all of those things bro so salute to you best love bro appreciate that you know what i'm saying uh claw what is your kind word of the week all right let me break this down to you clear and precisely i've been a long way away but i'm back now and i'll tell you right now and I mean it when I say it. It could be Giannis. Or it could be Patrick Mahomes. And either way, it's going to work out the way it needs to. Because you could SMD one way or another. What? 
Wait, wait. That's how I feel. I don't know. Patrick Mahomes went out there at the top of the draft with the trophy in the city that he needed to do it in, and he did it. Giannis can't do that this year. He had to have a press conference shrugging his shoulders like he was a New York City cab driver. He could SMD. I don't care, bro. Fuck out. Fang, what are Fang's thoughts? This is the new segment we have. Fang's uh, thoughts. He needs a beer. I got one for you. Yes. All right. So, Michael Jordan retired from basketball, right? Yes. But you still look at him as one of the greats. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, if you a hoe from the hood and you reformed, you still a hoe from the hood. Hey! Oh, hey! I ain't gonna lie. Hey. I ain't gonna lie. That's a good message. Hey. That's a good message. Listen, man, this was a great pod. Everybody's great. Jimmy the Super Intern, Phil, uh, appreciate you. Nicole and the Ones and Tools, a solid assassin. Till next week, stay safe, stay cool. Peace. My son is the champ, so get over it. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.